0: Hey there, guys, and welcome back to the Travis and Damien Podcast, episode 88. We're available on anchor.fm slash Travis Damien Podcast, along with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. First, we're going to talk about the Sonic Frontiers gameplay videos. Then, we'll quickly dive into our recent activities. Then, we're going to talk about our general gaming news, such as PlayStation Plus slash the state of play and Marvel slash Star Wars news. Afterwards, our thoughts on the first three episodes of, Obi- of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Lastly, our thoughts on Stranger Things 4, Volume 1. So first up, just a correction on last week's episode, or two weeks' episode. Anyways, last episode, <laughs> uh, it, apparently Avatar 2 is filmed in water, which is why it took so long. Um, I think that, that that's fucking crazy. I mean, like, obviously, you know, there's going to be CG and shit like that, but I think the fact that the movie is filmed in water and a lot of the movie is filmed underwater is going to be kind of cool to see. So I think that that's going to be a big thing. Uh, but yeah, I guess that that was just some misinformation that I heard. And Damien also heard about, yeah, you know, I mean, the CG. I, I, didn't even,
1: I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be filmed all in water. That, that's probably why it took so fucking long. So. Yeah.
0: Um, definitely, you know, whoever commented on the YouTube video, thanks for letting me know. Cause I definitely did some research and was like, wait, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, that's just something that I wanted to quickly bring up. So, Uh, Sonic Frontiers, Uh, we got some actual gameplay footage of it, and I think that this is something that people have wanted for a very, very long time, just because it was announced at the end of last year, or something like that, so people were very obviously excited for it and wanted to see what this Sonic open world game would actually be, and IGN, it looks like they signed a deal with Sega, Sonic Team, whoever, to do first gameplay videos on sonic frontiers which is cool and also not so cool just because ign has had a history of just having (laughs) always shit on sonic (laughs) (laughs) yeah they always shit on sonic so um i'm I'm obviously like very uh, sort of like wary of what they're gonna say and what they're gonna talk about but for the most part they're just like hey guys so like this is a video of gameplay and then they don't say anything so the first uh worldwide premiere video that's the first one we're going to talk about um A lot of people just had mixed opinions on it, including myself. Uh, so I'm very curious as to what you have to say about this, Damien. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I think I feel the same way a lot of people feel, where I'm, like, pretty mixed <laughs> on it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I hate it. Like, I think there are some elements that could work. Um, but I'm actually getting really big, like, Pokemon Legend RCS vibes, where when I first saw gameplay for that game, I kind of feel the same way I do now, where, you know, the game, well, the game actually does look pretty. Like, it's not like... Like I don't think it looks as ugly as Sonic like Arceus because Arceus looks like <laughs> shit. Um, but you know there is some other technical issues like like the popping is really bad. Like yeah. Sonic would walk like one foot and then like grind rails started popping up. So that that looks pretty bad. And just like the sort of um, like world design is very disjointed. Like again, you can see like grind rails and random like platforms in yeah. the air. Like none of it looks really organic at all. Um, you know, and the gameplay wise, um, like it looks like they just kind of took. Like, Sonic from Sonic Forces and just plopped it on there. Like, I feel like boost formula probably wouldn't work as well as just taking, like, sort of, like, a more adventure-style control scheme, since those games mm-hmm. are more focused on platforming to begin with. Um, and since you're kind of making a game that has, like, more slower moments, like puzzles and combat, I feel like something like an adventure format would have worked better. Uh, because it just kind of looks awkward whenever Sonic moves slow. Like, it just he's yeah. not, like, built for that. Um and I, I guess it's just, like, the whole thing of an open-world Sonic game to begin with. Like, I know some people wanted it, but it was something I've never truly gotten. Like, with something like Pokemon, yeah. Like, Pokemon probably should have just moved on to open-world to begin with. Uh, but with Sonic, I, I've never really had that, like, desire to see Sonic in an open-world. And them just mm-hmm. kind of making it Breath of the Wild. But with Sonic, I, I, I feel like it just does not mix with his character. Like, with the slower gameplay and puzzles and like the piano music i'm like this is mm-hmm. all just breath of the wild but with sonic so um yeah right now I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be fun Like i'm gonna reserve judgment until i actually like play the game mm-hmm. but um like, just like rcs because is i kind of feel the same way about but yeah right now it's looking a little rough
0: <laughs> yeah 100 i think that when because i didn't watch this live so my first i guess reaction to it was seeing people's thoughts on yeah, twitter and i was just twitter, like yeah. what the fuck is what the fuck's going on is it actually that bad guys holy shit So when I finally watched the first, I guess, seven minutes of gameplay that we have seen, yeah, it definitely looks very strange. I think that one thing that I really took away from this gameplay video that I'm now watching for like the third or fourth time is that like the game itself looks like something that a fan could have made. Yeah, yeah. like that's my biggest (laughs) thing is that like we've seen fan creations of people make their own open world Sonic games, and this is sort of like what it looks like, and that. That sucks because this is Sonic Team. This is Sega that we're talking about here. And, you know, the pop-in was something that I 100% noticed immediately, especially after they did, like, the transition and, like, he started doing, like, some sort of, like, obstacle or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why did that just, like, pop in randomly? You know? Especially since because I don't expect that from a next-generation game as well. I feel like that because this game is going to be on playstation 5 and xbox series x it shouldn't have stuff like that but it does for some reason um so people are are definitely wanting this game to be delayed which you know like because now we've seen it it probably should get delayed um there's obviously way too much that they have to like change and fix if they really want people to like get really excited for it because like now like now that i've seen the game i'm actually excited for it just because i want to I want to play it myself and see how good or, or how bad this is because for once, when Sonic does something new and different, I'm kind of looking forward to it, you know? Right. I feel like the last time Sonic did something, like, really, really different was Sonic Lost World, and that game, like, obviously, it was, like, trying to do Mario Galaxy and shit like that, and that didn't really work as well, but... I don't know this gameplay v- video because of the music, especially like I feel like when you play Sonic games, the one thing that a lot of people notice is like the upbeat music or like yeah. you know the sort of the sort of uh, music that'll tie into whichever area that they're in because they're going for this like Breath of the Wild sort of like environment aspect music. It doesn't really fit Sonic that well, and I think that that's like the biggest thing is that like when you're watching this video, it's like very quiet, like nothing's really happening, and I'm like, huh. I'm not sure if I really like that especially since because like you said earlier it's not something that Sonic's really familiar with um and like the lack of a HUD as well I feel like like it looks cool but like from like a gameplay perspective and for like me personally I feel like that there should be you know something going on there with like a ring counter a health bar something like that because you know I'm just like very confused as to like what's going on and like how like controls work and everything like that which like we'll probably know by the end of this IGN coverage. But as of right now, it's sort of like confusing as to what's going on on screen. Like, how does this work? How does that happen? Except this and that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there is gonna be a HUD. I think they just hide it for like the gameplay reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I agree with you. Where like you know, I'm I'm all down for game franchises like evolving or like being different from like past games. You know, Breath of the Wild, Pokemon, but I feel like it kind of has to fit. Yes. <laughs> what like the what the character is. Like I feel like soft piano music and Breath of the Wild, like open world doesn't really fit Sonic as a character, at least to me. Like mm-hmm. uh, I mean if they want to do an Open World Sonic game, it probably should have been something more like Mario Odyssey, where you have like more bigger levels and you could like collect a bunch of things and it's still like cartoony looking and stuff. Like I think I would have preferred something like that over like yeah. a Breath of the Wild type deal. Because when I think of that, I'm thinking of a slower character, more exploration stuff, and Sonic is more about just going fast, right? So yeah. um I had another point.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, like, imagine if, like, we had, like, Sonic Colors, like, the planets, right? But that yeah. was, like, an open-world game. But I think right. that that would have suited it a lot more. And one thing that you said earlier as well was just seeing, like, the different obstacles just, like, randomly just, like, in yeah. the air scattered throughout the world. I'm like, yeah, that definitely does look weird. And it doesn't look organic. Because, like, when you think of, like, Breath of the Wild, obviously, it's, like, when stuff like that is in the world, it's very organic. Like, it, it meshes with the aesthetic of the world. Meanwhile, here it's like you have grind rails, you have sonic bumpers and shit like that. It's like, what the hell's going on? um
1: It looks like a lot of automation too. Like, there's not like a lot of like. I mean, that's kind of my problem with uh, forces, where I felt like a lot of the levels were straight up just either press boost or like you just go through a bunch of speed paths and like grind rails, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like Unleash and Generations did that a little. Obviously, it was still like boost to win because that's just you know, the boost yeah. gameplay. But I felt that it was a lot more control over Sonic than like forces. And this is looking like a lot more automation with just a bunch of grind rails and like you could climb up surfaces and stuff. Um, it just looks like not really playing with like, I guess, like momentum or whatever. Just like, oh, let's just make Sonic go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, not really like, you know, looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, I, again, I just it all just boils down to where I, I don't know if Sonic fits in like a in a game like this. Um, and you know, they said this is the direction they want Sonic going forward, like this sort of like I guess open world direction. But um, I'm just not really I'm not really seeing it. Again, I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna be fun. Like once I'm gonna give it a chance because that's what I said about R C S and I ended up really really liking that game. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna wait until I actually like play the game for myself and see my, how I think about it. Since Sonic games are so like volatile in terms of like um, opinion and stuff. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess I'm just gonna have to wait until I actually play it. Um I guess we could like talk a bit about the combat as well. Um Yeah.
0: I mean like just one last thing on the first IGN video. When you messed up that puzzle, (laughs) I was like, What what is going on? You guys didn't cut that out?
1: (laughs) It was like um I saw on Twitter it's like ninety nine percent of people can't solve this. (laughs) It shows that. (laughs) It's really funny. Um -hmm. But yeah, um I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't know how I feel about like slower paced puzzles like that in a Sonic game. That's really weird. I feel mm-hmm. they should focus more on platforming challenges and like I guess combat challenges as well. Like puzzles in a Sonic game are just like kinda weird. Like I know that mm-hmm. like there were some in older games, but I don't know. I feel like this one's like, oh, this is just a Breath of the Wild puzzle. I don't know, it doesn't vibe with me in a, <laughs> a game like this. <laughs>
0: but um, yeah you know the the uh, combat was revealed today i just yeah. happened to like see it like at eleven fifty nine. i was like oh shit i have i had the uh, tab open but i was like oh what the hell's going on in my like you know fucking firefox oh the uh premiere's happening so the combat it looks uh different yeah. <laughs> as well uh sonic doing a bunch of kicks and shit that was very you know- very off
1: that the homing attack is just straight up uh, Shadow's homing attack in O six. Remember when he, he yeah, homing yeah, yeah, attack yeah. and did a combo? Yeah, it's basically just that. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um I mean, I think I prefer I mean, Sonic games, you know, don't really have a lot of combat to begin with. It's more just mm-hmm. homing attacks just to keep the momentum up because you know the game is about speed and stuff. Like slowing down to do combat isn't what Sonic does. I mean that's like, you know, werehog did it no one really like werehog because it's like really slow and sonic boom did it i think too and no one liked that either because you know it doesn't feel like sonic um i feel like this is the first combat system in a sonic game that kind of at least looks a little fast at least it uses sonic's like speedster like nature to make a move set like you know he has his little tornado thing he could do he has like like fast combos and like he could do like this weird like backflip into another homing attack thing i don't know what's going on and like these fast like kick like, Sonic Wind stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks, like, fun, but I, I, you know, I hope it's not, like, a main focus of the game because if... I, I mean, I'm sure that's not all Sonic could do, but if that's all Sonic could do, then, you know, it's going to get boring really fast. Um, you know, these games are more reliant on their level design and platforming because that's, you know, the platformers. Um, you know, platformers that have, like, combat systems are usually pretty dull, uh, which is, again, why people didn't like the Werehog that much. So I'm hoping they learn their lesson and keep combat encounters, like, pretty scarce or, or just use it as, like, stage hazards more than, like, dedicated combat encounters, because, yeah, like, Sonic isn't, like, Dante. Like, he's not getting <laughs> cool, like, DMC shit. So, um, yeah, but for the most part, it looks fine. It looks like a good, I guess, evolution to what, I guess, a Sonic combat system should be as regular Sonic, but, yeah, it looks all right.
0: Yeah, it definitely uh, looks kind of fun, I- I'm going to be honest. Um, definitely not something that I think a lot of people are expecting or, you know, imagining when they think about Sonic combat you know um but yeah i mean like once again like the sort of like vibes of like a fan-made sonic game are still ringing (laughs) through here in my opinion when i'm watching this new gameplay video um i'm glad that they're still keeping i guess like you know it's still sonic doing his uh you know his homing attacks he has like this circle thing that'll immobilize certain enemies that dodge mechanic really threw me off i was like "Wait, what the fuck he just did like a, a sort of like you know parry dodge or some shit like that i was like what is going on um but yeah i mean i'm sure that it is fun is it something that i sort of see sonic doing not necessarily but If it can work, it can work, sort of thing, you know? And obviously, because this is all just gameplay videos, we're just seeing it for our eyes. And until we actually get our hands on it, we don't really know. I really like the shadow of the Colossus boss fight. yeah, uh, Just because it still shows that, like, with each, I guess, like, hand that he lost, it was getting harder to climb up it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 100% down for boss fights like this. I feel like Sonic boss fights aren't a huge sort of, like, Major focus, I would say, like um you know, they are definitely like iconic moments, uh sort of like with chaos at the end of of s a one s a two et cetera, et cetera, you know, the boss fights at the end of every single Sonic game are sort of recognizable, and that's sort of like what people remember the most about those games, but I feel like the boss fights themselves when you actually play them, they're not like super amazing or super intense, I would say,
1: yeah, no, I agree with that, I think if they have like these big set piece like boss fights with these shadow colossus like type like monsters going down. Like, I think <laughs> I think that's very unique for a Sonic game. Like and most of that you could take them down while like going supersonic or whatever. Like that, that looks pretty cool. Um and yeah, like you said, I like how it got harder as like the phases went on with each arm going down, like has shoots a bunch of more projectiles. Like, that that actually looks pretty fun. Um I I don't know how the like, you know, I think it all goes down to just how the open world is really designed. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. the combat looks pretty fun, but actually too much of it is probably not going to be too fun. And I guess that just relies on how like the open world is just designed. If there's like a bunch of, like a nice variety of activities to do from like combat or exploration, if there's traditional stages anywhere, which I heard there was supposed to be traditional stages. Like, like that would be like main story missions. You would just do like a normal, like, like boost stage. Basically. That's why I've Mm -hmm. been hearing a lot. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, And this is sort of just, like, the hub world to get you around. Um, And apparently there's supposed to be more than one open world. Or this is, like, the the first one being the grassy area. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I guess it all just depends on, like, how all this stuff flows together well. And if it feels too much like busy work, right? Because the problem with a lot of open world games is, you know, a lot of it does feel like busy work. Like, I don't mind it because I'm a weirdo. And I like doing (laughs) stuff like that. You know, like, I died, like, 100% in Horizon for Van West and Pokemon Arceus. So, like, I'm kind of weird. Um, but not everyone's into that, you know, like, I'm sure and especially people that are, like, are Sonic fans, right? Like, I'm sure, like, yeah. you know, a lot of them have played open world games. So if this game is just like, oh, climb Ubisoft Towers and collect a bunch of bullshit, that probably doesn't matter, then that's probably not gonna, like, jive a lot of people, and it might just feel like it's um, artificially lengthening the game since Sonic games are notoriously pretty short, like, to mm-hmm. complete, so yeah. um, hopefully they could keep things interesting for, like, a pretty okay amount of time, and you know the activities are just fun to do but you know sega has a lot you know they had to show more oh i can't remember what i was gonna say earlier um i i, I feel, honestly feel like re- like revealing the game in such a like a raw state probably wasn't the best i feel like the should <laughs> just <laughs> like i feel like they probably should have just done like sort of an overview trailer like here's mm-hmm. like like they maybe they open up that trailer with like here's some story beats like what's happening because we still don't know what the hell is happening so yeah. like they maybe show like some story hooks to get you interested in what's going on um, to do like quick almost like the teaser we saw before all these trailers you know the show looks on combat to explain how the gameplay loop is supposed to be like I, we need some more explanation because seeing like this raw gameplay just looks boring right and like empty yeah. and weird <laughs> so um <laughs> i honestly feel the show have led with something like that instead of just going like okay here's raw gameplay and, like it's cool like you know i like it when companies do show raw gameplay but people are just confused because what the
0: hell is going on so yeah yeah, I think raw gameplay works when it's a game or a sequel that people are already familiar right. with. Yeah. 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 Like if we got like raw gameplay of Spider Man two shit, man, like I'm fucking in, you know. If they just be showing new mechanics that I explain, like we'll know it's new. Uh but this is something completely different for the Sonic franchise and something completely new that, you know, fans have never seen before. So we're just looking at it and we're like, All right, so I guess I guess that's a thing. Kind yeah. of kind of mechanic and I yeah, guess no
1: i was just gonna say because sonic's like collecting like these hearts and like yeah. weird fruit i'm like what is all this you know like some <laughs> explanation would be nice <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so and definitely i i hope we see maybe one other world that we can explore because obviously we've only seen like this island in, in this sort of grassy area so yeah. i wonder what the story is and everything like that obviously but like you said i think an overview trailer definitely would have gave sonic frontiers better press but you know, no one hates Sonic more than Sonic fans. <laughs> you yeah. know, I feel That's like most point. fan bases are, are are like that. So yeah. no matter what they say, they're probably still gonna buy the game. Like I'm I'm not a hater. Obviously, I feel like that because we're just seeing raw gameplay of it, and it does look a little rough. If they release it like this, am I still gonna buy it? Yeah, obviously, because yeah. like I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make a video on it either way. But yeah. I feel like most consumers, um, like just like general audiences if you're a sonic fan you're probably gonna look at this game and possibly buy it i feel like you're more than likely to buy it but if you're not a sonic fan you're not even paying attention to what the hell's going on here um but yeah i mean hopefully the other ign first looks we get are going to be a little better and hopefully we get more details as to what the gameplay has to offer maybe even like a story video it's sort of explain what ian flynn and co are sort of writing up and cons conceptualizing for sonic frontiers because that's definitely one of the big reasons why i'm excited for this game is seeing ian flynn actually write a main series sonic game because he's been writing the sonic comic books for years and years and years and he knows these characters very well and i wonder how the other cast of sonic characters are going to fit into here if at all so just tales <laughs> <laughs> just tales that's just it. tales but yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah um yeah i mean i i think it's just like a like A win, I mean, I'm also just gonna buy it because you know, I'm also a Sonic fan, <laughs> like, I played every mainline Sonic game, you know, it's kind of just what it is. Um, I mean, I didn't buy Forces till like a year later, and I kind of still felt ripped off because it. <laughs> it was like 20 bucks. And I finished this game in literally three hours. Oh, but, yeah, um, I mean, it's not, it's not always about length for anything, but that was pretty short and it wasn't yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, hopefully, Frontiers is what the series needs. Um, You know, so people can actually take Sonic seriously again, or it could just further bring Sonic Team down to its knees, and Sega's just kind of, like, relying on, like, Yakuza and, like, Persona to, like, keep it up at this point, (laughs) because Sonic, yeah, this game's gonna gonna be pretty big for Sonic, either in a good way or in a bad way, so I guess we're just gonna have to see until we play it, I'm gonna give it the benefit of a doubt, because I did the same thing with Arceus, so... Mm -hmm. You know, let's see. I I, I think it will be fun, at least, (laughs) I hope.
0: Yeah, I I hope it's fun, too, because the whole time I was playing Sonic Forces, which was the last... Sonic Team Sonic game five years ago. Yeah. yeah, I was fucking dreading that shit. I was like, well, I, I gotta create my own character. I'm not creating shit. I'm just, I'm just leaving it default. These classic Sonic levels. Oh my lord. Yeah. The modern yeah, Sonic levels this, weren't even that great. Yeah, no. It was just. Yeah, bad. First this was not great. Yeah. <laughs> Story was rushed. Um, anyways, um, this is yeah, war. Just, <laughs> there's a lot writing on this game, and I feel like if this one flops, they should just let Sonic fans create. The games, because obviously Mania worked, and um, I'm sure that there's people out there that want to create a 3D Sonic game of their own. And you know, if Sonic, if uh, Sega and whoever else gives them the resources to officially do that, they'll probably do a good job hopefully yeah
1: i mean I, yeah i'm just gonna wait for more trailers or will probably talk about more because it's say ign's like we have like a month-long footage of the game so i'm like all right fine <laughs> so it's gonna be a month-long ride for information so i guess we'll we'll keep updating on this game as the shit comes yeah. out for it
2: mm-hmm
0: all right so now we'll quickly quickly get into our recently Clicky. activities recent activities fuck words um so i'll go first really quick uh okay. so i've been reading manga but i haven't finished any of them like any of the volumes so i can't really talk about them extensively so i'm not gonna talk about them here uh but i did finish lego star wars i did a full review on it uh i i, I did it like pretty last minute i honestly should have give <laughs> gave myself more time on that one but um yeah it's a <laughs> fun game really, really really good lego game um i feel like if anyone's gonna 100% it you're either gonna have to no life it or you're gonna have to slow burn it and hopefully you don't get bored of it as you're doing it because there's there's a lot of stuff and, and i like, did do like an hour of uh free play but it's a lot yeah <laughs> it is it,
1: <laughs> it's, it's like 80 hours to get
0: everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is fucking 80 hours to get everything but that is worth 60 if you happen to do 100 percent um and then last night this shit was just mad at random. Uh, I just played Roblox, the Sonic Speed Simulator. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I from what I heard of it, I was like, oh, so it's just like cookie clicker, but with Sonic. And that, it's and exactly what it is. Yeah, You're just running around, collecting stuff, trying to get faster. Um, I got to the first rebirth, which is after 50 levels. Yeah. And then you, I guess like prestige to, any, to anyone that plays Call of Duty. Yeah. When you prestige, you just reset your level. So I rebirthed recite my level and then i was like wait that's what the rebirths are so i'm looking at the at the lobby i'm like this guy has five rebirths and he's level like 130 or some shit i was like what what is going on kid go back (laughs) to school like what the fuck is going on um but yeah i mean it's fun you know you could do like races you could do like small levels and things like that so
1: yeah i I played a little bit when it came out like um and yeah it's fun i just did Mm -hmm. i like rebirthed like once as well Uh, I just want to explore the zones and stuff. You know, zones are pretty fun to explore, They add, like, some little secrets to it. Uh, Once you get fast, it feels pretty good. You know, obviously, it's not really slow. Like, really, really Uh slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, as you rebirth...
1: Yeah, as you rebirth, your max level goes up and you go even faster and faster and faster. I think it maxes out at a certain point. But, um, yeah, it's pretty fun for what it is. You know, just, like, a fun little Sonic sandbox to, like, mess around in. You can play as other characters, but it, they don't really do anything. Like, you can play as Tails and Knuckles, but they can't, like, fly or glide or whatever. It's just, like, they just go fast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, but it's a fun thing. You know, it looks good, uh, you know, for a Roblox game. You know, the people that made it were pretty big Sonic fans, apparently. So it's yeah. kind of cool that Sega, like, allowed them to use, like, assets and, like, official assets and stuff like that. that that's really cool and uh, it looks like it gets updated frequently so if i plays new characters and stuff you know that's pretty sick so yeah Yeah.
0: it was was pretty cool experience Mm -hmm. if you definitely want to play a game where you just like want to relax and chill and just like listen to a podcast like yeah hop in that roblox like it's not Mm -hmm. it's not as bad as uh people say it is because there are some (laughs) insane games on roblox but uh that that's beside the point (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i never dove into roblox too much but when i went to play that game i'm like whoa there's a lot of shit here so, yeah there's
0: there's a little too much <laughs> yeah I, I just
1: kids gmon it's always how it was. <laughs> all right so um yeah so yesterday or yesterday what the hell no last podcast i <laughs> i talked about spyro one and i was going to go through the other ones and i did uh, I potted all of them because they're really easy i mean they're not really long games to begin with like mm-hmm. three was the longest one which was like seven hours if you want to understand it um I guess that sounds long to some people, but you know, I play like a hundred hour JRPG, so that's like that was a cakewalk. <laughs> but anyway, um yeah, Spyro Two is really, really good. Uh I think it took everything from Spyro One, you know, and just made it better. Like how most sequels work. Um the game, you know, I was kind of scared that it would have too much variety in it, because I talk about it a lot in this podcast, so I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, like, when games have too much variety, and especially, like, those early 90s to early 2000s, two- or, I'm sorry, late 90s to early 2000s platformers always have, like, too much of that shit. Uh, but Spyro 2, I think, kept it good, you know, they have, like, these little challenges, like, you get your, you know, equivalent to Power Stars, which are, like, these orbs. Um, and these challenges are, you know, most of the time you're just as Spyro, but sometimes you do, like, a little mini game or, like, you do some other thing. And I, I think it's fun most of the time. Like I think it's in small doses. It's a good time. Level design is great. Um, I still don't like the flying stages. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like the flying stages, like, at all. I don't know if people like them. Like, I just don't. Uh, but, yeah, Spyro 2 is great. I think, like, it kept all the great level design from the first game, but uh, spiced it up with more variety, which I actually did think the first game needed. The first game was pretty... It was great. Like, I really liked the levels and stuff. But it did actually feel like it needed a little bit something different. Because it did feel kind of samey towards the end. And I think Spyro 2 added enough spice to it to make it, like, a really enjoyable experience. Um, Spyro 3 did add way too much variety. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this is kind of what I was afraid of. Um, I actually thought the other characters would be my issue. But they're not really. Like, there's, like, four other characters or, like, five other characters by Spyro. You have, like, a kangaroo, a penguin. A Yeti and, uh, like, a, a monkey, and he, like, shoots guns. And Sparks, you could play as him as well, and they, they mostly play fine. Like there's just more like just platforming or flying and stuff. Like, they actually weren't too bad to like play as those characters. I didn't mind it, but the real issue is like all the different like mini games and shit that Spyro has to do. Like you could like skateboard, like ride submarines, and like do a bunch of other bullshit that doesn't fit the character. I'm like why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I really didn't enjoy those like at all, and it got really annoying by the end. And I was just like, please let this be done. I, the levels were still really good. Like when you're just platforming and playing as the other characters, I enjoyed it as much as I did it with Spyro too, But a lot of those other mini-games were kind of annoying, not gonna lie. Um, And it felt a little more of a chore to like 100% it. But I I did end up enjoying it. You know, I still enjoy the game. But I think I like Spyro 2 and 1 more than 3. And that was kind of what I expected to begin with. I mean, that's how I feel about um, freaking Sly 3. But Sly, not as much as Sly 3. Like, Sly 3 is better than Spyro 3 is what I'm trying to say. But Sly 3 also <laughs> has that issue where it yeah. has like, a little too much stuff going on. Um, same thing with uh, Crash 3. Crash 3 also has way too much shit going on. I don't know what's up with like the platformers with 3 and they have like add a bunch of shit. It's kind of why I like Ratchet so much because Ratchet is pretty consistent with what it wants to be. Uh, Jack... Yeah, no, Jack has a lot of shit too. But <laughs> whatever. Like, you know what I mean. There's a lot of variety. Uh, but yeah, still good. I highly recommend the series. I've done it now if they make a spyro four. I'm ready for it. So we'll see. Yeah. Um,
0: um the third yeah. Spyro game in the Reignited Trilogy was done by Sanzaro Games, I believe. They did so. but
1: they, they did the um uh they did all the characters like yeah they split the development so toys for bob did all the main gameplay and minigame stuff and shenzaru i think did all the other characters and stuff and they did a good job i think they they made all the characters feel really good i never i never had an issue with any of the other characters So i think for what they did like their part in it was was pretty good i think so it's just the game you know like yeah, saniac made it like that so playing, <laughs> sorry Sonic, I could, but you know it's kind of a lot um Oh, yeah, uh, okay, before I talk about Chippendale because I, I watched that too, um, <laughs> I, I, I I wasn't playing Moss Under Rise because the new expansion is coming out at the end of the month, which I forgot about, and I'm like pretty mm-hmm. far behind of what I should be doing in that game since I, I beated the I beated the game uh, when it came out, but the game was kind of like rushed to come out, so there was like a lot of things not in the game yet, mm-hmm. so I kind of just put it you know to the side and other games came out and I kind of forgot about it. So now I'm going back doing all the post like launch content, and it's really good. You know, I, I love it. It, it. That's a great podcast game too. Um, so I've been catching up with a lot of podcasts. That I've been falling behind with, and it's a good time. And I can't wait for the expansion. All right. So now the the Chip and Dale movie. Did you watch this?
0: No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I yeah. did yet.
1: Okay. So all I'm gonna say is I actually like really enjoyed it. Um, oh fuck! It, it's like a really big shit post, and like it doesn't take itself seriously like at all. Uh, but it's great. Like, I, I found myself laughing, like, quite a lot. There's it, a lot of stupid jokes and stuff, but I, I was laughing. Um, like, it, it's basically Roger Rabbit, but not as good. And that's fine. I, I feel like nothing yeah. attempted to be Roger Rabbit ever since that movie came out. And having, like, another stab at it, I, I think they did a pretty good job. I think, you know, a lot of people say, oh, look at the reference. Like, And it is kind of like that. But mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't feel as bad as, like, Space Jam 2, where it's, like, really, like, look at that reference, look at the reference, ho-ho. <laughs> like, like, was a little more cynical about stuff, at least. Like, they were, like, poking fun at more stuff, and it feels more genuine, at least. Um, and I just ended up really enjoying it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny, man. <laughs> like, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a good time. Um, I, I hope they do more? I think they said it will at this point because it did pretty well, at least with viewership and stuff. So, yeah, honestly, like, really good. The only problem I have is I wish the 2D characters were actually 2D and not, like, weird shell-shaded, like, 3D. I think that would have, like, been better, but I know that costs more money, so whatever. But Mm -hmm. that's about it. I, I thought it was pretty enjoyable, so...
0: Uh, how was the ugly Sonic parts? <laughs> he shows up a <laughs> lot more than you think he would. Oh like, <laughs> shit! Yeah, so like it was, it was really good. <laughs> I
1: really, I really enjoyed the ugly Sonic bits. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'll definitely try to watch that before next episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on from there, we're gonna talk about the general news and entertainment and gaming. So first up, the PlayStation State of Play happened. So uh, I list some games off here. I'm pretty sure the big ones. So we're just yeah, gonna go like, through the big ones. Yeah. yeah go through most of them uh, obviously first up spider-man is coming to pc yeah. uh when they mentioned something was going to come to pc and i saw playstation studios i was like it's probably spider-man i think um and then spider-man popped up and i was like okay cool um so i yeah, that's- it was gonna be
1: returnal because returnal was like leaked to be on pc and i'm like oh spider-man that's that's
0: uh- <laughs> yeah i feel like returnal would be a little too soon especially since because that is a ps5 exclusive you yeah. know um but you know, seeing Spider-Man coming to PC—that's pretty dope. I think that um, the way they schedule these PC releases is—is is the way that like, okay, we're gonna have a sequel come out, yeah, so like, it feels like you like know, that. yeah, yeah, because yeah, like they did that with Horizon, They're like, I guys, yeah. Horizons. Horizon coming to pc but also horizon 2 is gonna be on ps5 and ps4 so So buy the ps5 exactly (laughs) exactly and now you know spider-man 2 is on the horizon they're like all right we're gonna put apparently both spider-man games are are coming to pc both the base game yeah and miles apparently oh shit that's sick Um, i didn't even know that yeah that's that's pretty dope so now you pretty much get the full spider-man package before the new one comes out whenever that does come out um but this pc version is going to come to epic games and steam August 12th of this year. So that is pretty cool especially since, you know, a lot of people when they, you know, talk about, you know, Xbox got no games, you know, they always point to Spider-Man. So, yeah. uh now it's come to PC, so I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people are now going to be able to play that game um or have an excuse to now play it uh you know because they were always like either they don't have PlayStation or they didn't want to buy one or whatever the case was. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um I think that the last time they brought a game to PC, there was a lot more backlash for some reason from like PlayStation fanboys, but feel like now those those people are silenced and not really talking anymore so
1: it's like who cares like we had it was an exclusive for like what five four years or yeah. something like it's fine <laughs> like if you didn't play it by now i don't know why you're mad like don't gatekeep. you can play the new one that's gonna be exclusive for a while like just let pc yeah. players play the thing
0: mm-hmm. more right. people and more people to enjoy games that's yeah exactly all I'm saying. like
1: I, i'm never against that exactly um i guess like another before i talk about like some of the bigger games um Freaking, uh, where was it? Oh, there, there was like this like really like anime game. And oh, the, yeah. The only okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like R2 <laughs> to like hold hands. I'm like, I don't know why that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like press R2 to hold hands. And I'm like, that's like the most anime fucking shit I've ever seen. Was I don't the know game what again? it's called. It was, like Eternal like, or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Eternal Night or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold A- hold apparently hold. the dude
1: was inspired by Persona. And he's like, I'm just going to make Persona. But it's like action based.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knights. Yeah. It's also coming to Steam. Uh early twenty twenty three. So yeah. But yeah, that was just that was just a random fucking anime game that I was just, <laughs> I just like, th- what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I
1: just thought it was really funny, just like art to hold hands. But uh yeah, but the actual smaller thing I want to talk about was stray. You know, that, that game looks pretty cute. You know, that was the mm-hmm. game we saw. Um it was like during the PS 5 reel where it was like, yeah, like a cat and like a I guess like a robot like world and stuff <laughs> like just delivering stuff and you can't get caught or something it looks cute uh it's gonna be like included with the um i think like the playstation yeah, extras yeah, yeah. so, what mm-hmm. are the, the sub tiers i can't remember so yeah. like, that looks whichever pretty
0: one that's above essentials i believe yeah
1: so um i think that's pretty cool that they're gonna add m- like newer like i guess higher budget indie games to that like because that's cool like i probably wouldn't buy this by itself but like if it was included into that like yeah i probably would so yeah i think i think that's pretty cool um but yeah, I guess we could I could get into
0: the, the bigger stuff now. <laughs> I,
1: I first of all I, I do want to say this day of play was like actually like really good.
0: Um I think this was the yeah, first comparatively, day comparatively comparatively to the other ones anyways. Yeah,
1: because I was just expecting Final Fantasy uh 16, which we got because I like Yoshi P kept saying it was gonna show up. So I'm like okay, it's probably gonna be in this. Um but Capcom really showed up too for some reason. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, Resident Evil 4 remake, which I totally forgot about. It's coming out March twenty-fourth, two thousand twenty three. And yeah, it looks really good. I mean, it's in the same line as the uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. And, you know, I know people didn't like the 3 remake as much because it felt a little rushed. But the 2 remake, people, like, love. So, um, yeah. yeah uh, and, you know, since this is, like, a pretty big Resident Evil game, like, people love 4, I think Capcom mm-hmm. really has to give it the love and attention it needs. Um, and I, I haven't really played too many Resident Evil games. I've played, like, 5 and I've seen eight and uh, 7 and 8. Um, I do want to play them eventually. But it does look like it's... A lot more serious than the original four, because four was pretty campy to begin with. Yeah, this game looks like it's taking itself a lot more seriously. Um, it looks like there's some connections to eight, because it, it looks like there's some things from Resident Evil Village in there, uh, which makes sense because it's kind of like the, the same like sort of thing um so yeah that's kind of cool hopefully they don't like upset fans too too much by like retconning stuff because you know you know how <laughs> fans can be with like remakes and stuff i mean people were like that with uh bomb fantasy 7 remake when it started retconning a lot of stuff but um I, it looks good I, I i definitely go and play like these remakes and stuff because uh you know resident evil i feel is a pretty big like gap in my brain <laughs> that i should probably be playing so, <laughs> In your
0: gamer knowledge but in my gamer knowledge yeah i didn't play before
1: you played two remake, didn't you?
0: i did I, a bit I, of it I... Yeah, a bit. I didn't finish it because yeah. I'm fucking terrible. I'm terrible at Resident <laughs> Evil games. I was like, I was like mismanaging my inventory. I got fucking lost. I was like, fuck this game. I was, honestly, I was getting spooked though. I was like, holy shit, this game is yeah. fucking insane. Um, but, anyways, yeah, the uh, Resident Evil remakes have been like the shining grace in like Capcom's, I guess, library of games recently. And the fact that they're now remaking four is like a big, big one, like you said, just because Resident Evil four is considered one of, if not the best Resident Evil game by like many, yeah. many fans. Uh, So much so it's literally released on every single platform. (laughs) Like, like when it initially came out, it came out on I believe GameCube first, and then PS2, or the other way around. I I forgot Um, which one. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, and then the Wii version came out, and then it's now on literally everything. So (laughs) now that they're remaking it, hopefully it they actually do improve upon it, which is like you know kind of hard or not kind of hard to do but like whatever that they're gonna do with it hopefully it's it's better because like people already view that this game as like perfect perfect so yeah um,
1: Uh, it's kind of harder to remake this one just because you know two and three were still like that awkward ps1 style yeah and resident evil 4 was the one that introduced the like over the shoulder like third person angle um so people are right arguing like does this even need a remake and stuff um Mm -hmm. And you know, maybe it doesn't. Like, I, I'm probably, I'm pretty interested in playing regular four before the remake so I could, like, sort of see the differences and stuff. I think that yeah, would be same. pretty cool. But, um, yeah i i still don't know if it really like needed a remake because it, again it's on everything anyway <laughs> and it, it, it's the it's the resident evil that like sort of modernized it to begin with so it's like do we really needed a remake of this and how far does capcom go did it remake five now like or yeah, six, no, well, six, shit. Can, six was shit but uh, <laughs> um but yeah uh resident evil is is not going to be in a, i mean capcom's been doing good in general like Resident Evil has been like really good since like seven. You know, Monster Hunter is great. Like Mega Man came back for a little bit, as in with 11. <laughs> so yeah, Capcom's mm-hmm. been kind of killing it. Um, so I I I'm trusting them to do good on this one. So
0: yeah, hopefully uh, they are able to deliver on that. Um, but next game I want to talk about. Uh, Which one do I pick? Uh, I guess Season, uh, A Letter to the Future. It looks like another graphic adventure game that's going for a really artistic sort of art style. And seems like it has an interesting story with LGBTQ plus elements. You know, we are in Pride Month. So, you know, um, very, very cool, very interesting game. It's coming out later this fall. So um, hopefully I'll keep my eye on that and keep myself updated because... I'm always down for another graphic adventure game that isn't fucking Life is Strange.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just kind of happy like indie games are going more like full 3D at this point, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Like we've been seeing it a lot more lately with like Viscera Two solar ash um some other oh stray like yeah like I, it's really cool to see like these indie companies really step into 3d and stuff um because you know, I, I love pixar like pixar it's great but we, yeah. we have like a whole basically like a whole decade of indie games like that so it's pretty nice to see them stepping into 3d and stuff and seeing what they could really do so yeah that it, it looks like it could be pretty cool uh, i'll keep an eye on it i mean i also love life is strange but it hasn't really been too many like other games like it so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um and I guess uh, yeah. Before I get to the other two big ones, uh, the Kalitzo protocol. That, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, this is Dead Space, right? Yeah. I think I,
0: did, <laughs> I think everyone was like, holy shit, is this is this uh, like a new Dead Space? So apparently,
1: okay. So they're remaking Dead Space one. Like EA is mm-hmm. doing that, but apparently, this was people that actually were like Dead Space people. Like they made Dead Space, but they got let go from EA because Dead Space was like a debt franchise for a while. So then they like made their own company. And then they're basically making you know you know I like ban- like ukulele banjo you know all that uh-huh, shit yeah, yeah. so they're just doing their own Dead Space but then EA rebooted Dead Space so I was like oh okay so I guess it's like Dead Spaces now but anyway um, yeah it looks good I mean it looks like Dead Space basically just like you're like in like some space prison with like zombies so like that looks pretty cool I always kind of like that space prison idea because it's like oh prisons are very scary but now you're in space <laughs> I-, I think I like that because I-, I watched like Alien Three as a kid and it kind of like that same like vibe so. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty good. It's really violent and gory and stuff. Kind of what I expected from, like, sort of, like, a Dead Space spiritual successor. So, yeah, it looks really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's so I guess, like, it.
1: the two other big ones, uh, was Street Fighter Six. Um, so Street Fighter Six, you know, we, I, I got a lot of flack when it first showed up. Because, you know, the icon, like, the logo was, like, ripped from, like, some online store or whatever. And, like, the, mm-hmm. people weren't too sure what I feel about it. But um, now after watching this gameplay trailer, it actually looks really good. I, I'm not like a big fighting game fan to begin with, and I've only really played like Street Fighter four. <laughs> I, I didn't touch Street Fighter five at all. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm actually really glad that it looks like they're adding like a like a story mode. Like it looks like you create your own character and could like start running around the city and like pick fights with people. Like that shit looks sick. Like I, I always like when fighting games have. Like, like a big story like a big story mode. Because I'm mm-hmm. shit. Like, I'm bad at fighting games. So, <laughs> me, being able to play at least something and then jump into online, that that's cool. Like, I actually really like Soul Calibur. Whatever really the new Soul Calibur was. Because it had, like, a pretty cool story mode where you create your own character and, like, level up and stuff. And I'm hoping this one sort of acts like that. Uh, but then for gameplay and stuff, yeah. I mean, Street Fighter, right? Like, it looks really good. <laughs> like, you're doing all the Street Fighter stuff. <laughs> the game looks really pretty, you know? Yeah so i love like the paint effects it looks like you have like the the focus attacks from street fighter 4 i don't know if that was in 5 or not but it looks like it's back because it's like it's all the paint strokes and stuff where it goes yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it looks really good
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i just like that this game has a lot of style to it i really really like the way that they're sort of i guess evolving the street fighter look so um yeah you know it's more street fighter what can i say you know we in using here chung Li's here a bunch yeah, of dude. new characters that i don't recognize but i yeah. think
1: um one of them was new like the guy drinking jamie i think he was a new <laughs> character but yeah it's good cool. like chung Li looks great and Ryu looks great so yeah um, it was also, like, leaked, like, like all the, the whole roster, I Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I don't know who
0: yeah. did that.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it because I want Catcom to, like, destroy us, so I'm not going to talk about it, <laughs> so. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's all I'm going to say on that, but, yeah, it looks good.
0: <laughs> and I somewhere, all these games, somewhere online.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you can find it very easily, It's like, everywhere. Um, all these games, by the way, are, like, basically coming out next year, so, like, just keep that in mind. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so now the big one for me was Final Fantasy 16. This is kind of one, you know, I was kind of watching the stay-a-play for it because I was waiting for it. Um, it's funny because I saw Yoshi P. I'm so used to seeing him for, like, 14 updates. I'm like, oh, what's the new 14 update? I'm like, oh, no way, it's 16. <laughs> baby. So, yeah, uh, the trailer showed up, and, yeah, it looks really fucking good. Um, the combat is basically, yeah, it's, it's DMC. <laughs> um, they, <laughs> they actually got a battle director from that game to, like, make the battle system for this game, which is sick because... Um, you know, I I already also stated in this podcast, I don't really like action RPGs, or at least action JRPGs as much as like turn-based, just because I feel like they feel really shallow and like not, like they're not, they're like a weird mixture of RPG and like hack and slash and it just doesn't satisfy me in both ends. Um, this game is just like, yeah, it's just fucking DMC. I'm like, okay, that's pretty sick. <laughs> um, so if you just make the whole game just DMC, but with some RPG elements, then yeah, I think I think that's pretty cool. Um, So, yeah, the combat looks sick. Uh, It looks like there's no party members. People are really upset about that. But um, it looks like you could sort of, like, change your stance to what, like, summon you want to use. So you can have, like, Garuda or, like, Ifrit or, like, whatever. And, like, you have different movesets. So I think that would be enough variety in gameplay without, like, different party members to, like, control. But um, it still is kind of lame. There's, like, no other party members, but whatever. Um, story-wise, now I'm starting to actually understand what the hell's going on. Um, it's basically just Attack on Titan, where, um, (laughs) you have a bunch of nations, and each person, or each nation has one dude who's basically a Titan shifter, and he could turn into a summon. That's really sick. I'm like, alright, I'm kind of down with that. Um, and it's like giant kaiju fights. Um, yeah, it it looks really sick. I'm I'm really down with the story beats, the gameplay looks great. Um yeah, the music is so good. Uh Soken is so good. Like that's the main composer for 14. He's doing it for this game. And um uh, yeah, it sounds really good. And the main writer for Heaven's Word, which was again a really great expansion for 14, is writing this game. So yeah, they have a lot of great people making this game. Um and I'm I'm hoping people can actually like see why it's simple over 14 so much with <laughs> like so many of <had> the development <laughs> crew onto this game. Um it does suck, yeah. We have to wait a whole year. It comes out summer of next year. But he said he really wants to polish the game and, like, make it as good as it could be. So, you know, I won't argue with that. The game looks great, uh, and I'm very excited for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy fans eating.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for, for once. I mean, like, you know, Final Fantasy's kind of been in a rut for a bit. I think 7 Remake mm-hmm. really started pulling it out because I, I love 7 Remake. You know, that combat system was also fantastic, and, like, I just liked everything about it. So it looks like 16 is going to be, like, the, yeah, Final Fantasy is back because, you know, 13 and 15 weren't very good. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. yeah i mean 15 was all right but <laughs> 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 now it looks like it again i'm excited
0: anyways uh we're gonna move on from there uh we got some playstation plus stuff so the all new playstation plus has come out in asian territory so digital foundry did a video on it sort of test it out see exactly how it worked and obviously it's not that good um just from the small yeah. selection of games that they were testing out and sort of like the frame rates and sort of like the differences and how the emulation worked uh, it's just, is you know, from a multi-million dollar company that is Sony, they are just not hitting the mark on this, mm-hmm. and it does seem a little weird. Obviously, they are still uh, testing it out, so hopefully that w- when it comes to the U.S. and other territories, it does get polished out, but yeah, it seems seems a little weird that that, that they can emulate some games that are, like, over a decade old at this point, you know? Yeah, it's just
1: disappointing to using the PAL version, because yeah, like... Mm-hmm. It's always like, yeah, the PAL version is gonna run at a lower frame rate because their TVs back then were like of a lower frame rate. But you know, uh, Japan televisions and um, American televisions weren't like that, so they could use like the normal thirty frames they used. Um, and I keep end you know, using the PAL version because it has more language options and stuff. But you know, that's kind of just lazy <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> like just like translate it yourself. I don't know. I- I'm really hoping once it goes to other territories because right now it's really only in like Southeast Asian countries and some other like smaller. Areas, So Mm -hmm. it makes sense. It will use the power region for those more languages. But if you're going to put it in the Americas or in Japan, it would make more sense to actually use that 30 frame per second one. So I'm really hoping to do that. Because, you know, I, I would like to play things like Ape Escape, but I don't want to play it in, like, shitty, like, PAL version <laughs> mode. <laughs> um, and, again, it doesn't help that the emulation quality just isn't as good. Again, like, the Jack, uh, you know, those are the only games we have for PS2 emulation was the Jack games. And they just look worse than the PS3 emulations of the, or, uh, the PS3 compilation, um, which sucks. <laughs> like, why does it yeah. look like that? Why does it look bad? Like, you could obviously make these games look so much better with, like, emulators and stuff. Like, i actually done it, like... If you download something like Duck Station, which is like a PS1 emulator, and just like put Ape Escape in there, you can make it look as good as you want. You can make it like look like its own remaster. So I don't know why Sony can't like hire one of these people. Hire this man, <laughs> like please. <laughs> like it really shouldn't be that hard. And if you want people to buy into your service, you should make it good. And I feel like even like the lack of games we're getting is crazy. Yes. Like, there's like only like 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 twelve or something like classic games in there. Like it's pretty like bad. Like I was expecting mm-hmm. at least like fifty or something. But yeah. yeah, right now the service really isn't looking so hot. Um, I'm definitely not going to be subscribing to like the highest tier. I probably just stick to whatever the lowest tier was or like one above. But yeah, not yeah. Right now it's not looking great. Like that that digital foundry video was very good to like sort of explain all the things wrong with it and how the emulation quality is just like not up to snuff even compared to like the nintendo like the nintendo one the switch one which is crazy (laughs) so yeah it really isn't looking so great right now
0: yeah especially sucks because like we've talked about this topic so many times at this point where it's like playstation has such this large library of games and it's like it's all going to depend on what games they decide to put on the service and it's like all right, we picked, like, 10. It's like, what? (laughs) What are you guys doing? Um, So, and, like, the fact that that the emulation itself is not that great either is not entirely surprising from my perspective, because I'm just, like... Sony has been really fumbling the bag lately. They've been really complacent ever since, like, I feel... Like 2016, 2017, whenever that E3 was where they like showed a bunch of games, like the, uh, like before that E3, I think they showed The Last of Us 2 for like their PlayStation event. And yeah. then during that E3, they showed like, uh, God of War, Spider Man, um, Detroit Become Human, and like a yeah. bunch of other games. So, like, ever since then, I feel like, like, that they've just been like complacent and just been like, <laughs> falling off if you will so um, <laughs> I, I just feel
1: like in terms of like i mean it's kind of how i feel about nintendo too like you know the games have been really good like all the, yeah. the sony first party games and nintendo first party games have been killing it, especially nintendo there's has been killing it but you know like their marketing and like pr places and like their general management has been like really bad lately i guess because they feel like they're on top like you know sony's doing really well nintendo's doing really well so i feel like they're just kind of like bullying like everything else and like not putting <laughs> a lot of effort into stuff and it's, it's really annoying because <laughs> I want... You know, this should be better, but there's no real competition for them right now because Microsoft is, like, doing all these cool things because they're, like, in the bottom, right? That's yeah. why they have all the, the backwards compatibility stuff and things run well because, you know, they're, they're losing, so they have to get people back on their side and Sony and Nintendo don't really have to do that, which is annoying, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and apparently when the... Uh, service first went up there was some sort of like error or like some glitch with like yeah. uh upgrading it so users would upgrade and instead of at a discount they were playing they were paying the full price so that was obviously like something that sony obviously got b- bombarded with because when you say that it's at a discount when you upgrade it's like whoa why am i or why am i why am i paying the full price all of a sudden um and this is still not clear from like one, my my own research and sort of my own like findings, I guess. So people that stacked PlayStation Now, uh, that was the $60 uh, uh, subscription at at the time uh, before it is now converted to the PlayStation Plus premium, which is the highest tier. Uh, So that was $60 a year and people were like stacking it uh, before it got converted to the double amount that it is now um so you might have to pay the full differential between um to get that playstation plus premium now so like for example if you stacked until 2023 is like my example you have to pay the full amount for that full decade which is like kind of crazy but at the same time it's like how would you get around that like how would sony think of a solution to like sort of offer a like discount upgrade you know during like its launch period sort of thing yeah without having to be like it's either full or nothing kind of thing like especially since because like users will differentiate for like how long their playstation plus subscription lasts kind of thing as well yeah right. so yeah it does does seem a bit funny though <laughs> yeah
1: it's like just let them do it like i don't really understand why you gotta be so petty about it like yeah it's like zero zero point one percent of the like like, player base was able to, like, cheat the system like that. Like, just let them do it. And I feel like them doing this, like, gives them even more bad PR and more people, like, like just, like, stop being an asshole. <laughs> <And> just let, <laughs> let them do it. Like, it's only going to be a thing that happens, again, to, like, a small percentage of, like, people. And, like you said, like, I don't, like they just have not been clear about how any of the upgrading, to, like, shit's going to work or, like, how you upgrade to tiers and stuff and how the whole transition will go down. Like, yeah. we just don't really know anything about it. Like, this whole system feels very half-baked and rushed for, like, no reason. Like, I feel like they mm-hmm. didn't have to rush this out. But I guess they really wanted, like, a sort of, like, competitor for Game Pass. But Game Pass is just, like, it's just way better than whatever this is. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not not great. Like, Sony has really been, like, not doing great in terms of, like, the whole systems and stuff. And this is, like... Yeah, it really did not convince me to, like, at all to, like, subscribe to, like, their stuff. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And they also released a chart, which is at the bottom of, like, this Verge article where it shows, like, what a certain voucher will equivalent to. So, for example, if you have a 12-month PlayStation Now voucher, that'll convert to a a 183 days of PlayStation Plus premium. Um, So yeah uh does seem a little interesting that they're just cutting the days off like that for some yeah. reason um but it is what it is um that's just that's just how they I guess thought thought about it in their heads like okay well we're not gonna give you 12 plus a PlayStation plus premium we can't do that yeah uh, so we're gonna give you what is that half 183 183 yeah, it's like yeah it right? is yeah, pretty much half but they gave you like an extra day instead of like a half day or whatever the fuck so um but yeah you know it is what it is i think that uh this playstation plus all new playstation plus stuff is still going to be in in the news because it is relevant and it is still a sort of like developing thing and they are updating the games such as digital foundry like as they were like making the video they're like all right well they updated the game but like it didn't make it better (laughs) they were like uh i think like the uh the frames were like ghosting or something like that. Yeah, so, like, when they, they made it worse, <laughs> yeah, they're like, All right, so, like, when we pause the video here, you see this blur? Yeah, this yeah. shit's bad. Um, so it is what it is. I'm not going to subscribe to it as a non-Playstation Plus sort of subscriber at the moment. It's like why why do, why do I have to subscribe to this service when I still have a lot of the original games? Like obviously like if they put something like Klonoa on there, like fuck it, yeah, I'll subscribe for like a month, play that game and then dip. Cuz like that game, that game is way too much money for its own good at this right. point, so. Um, but
1: Um all they need to do is put Ratchet and Clank in there and then I would like change my team like, in like an instant but they don't so like I so I would be like the biggest like clown I would be like alright so I'm playing Ratchet and Clank on the new PS Plus even though it's shat on it
0: but- <laughs> you know what but- I am I am playing Sly Cooper at 15 frames per second but yeah. I don't care I'm playing it on the PS5 fuck it. hell yeah dude <laughs> Alright, so, so uh, I'll let you take this one.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, so Pokemon, uh, they released a new trailer. Like kinda I kinda like forgot about this because there was like a bunch of other gaming news and stuff. But yeah, um they released the second trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And uh I feel like the biggest thing people are taking away from this is LeChonk and uh-huh. uh, the two professors. <laughs> so those yes. are the two things people have been really simping about. Um so it looks like there's gonna be a version exclusive uh professor. So Scarlet mm-hmm. would get, like, the waifu, and Violet <laughs> would get the, the, the husbando. There you go. The Giga Chad. Looks, yeah, the Giga Chad. He literally looks like Giga <laughs> Chad. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, and that's kind of cool. Like, I don't think that Pokemon game has done that before. Um, and it looks like there's going to be a theme of, like, sort of, like, I guess, more ancestral, like, you know, like, tribal stuff or traditional type stuff with Scarlet. And Violet would be more futuristic just based on their costumes and stuff. Um, and yeah, besides that, we see the new rival as well, she looks kind of cool. Um, and then we, it's Pokemon. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, here's the thing: the, the gameplay is really weird in this one because I can't really tell if it's more traditional Pokemon or if it's more like Arceus. Like it's edited weird where it, it, it wants you to think it's Arceus, but I don't know if it is. So like in one clip, but like a trainer is like sneaking up behind like a Pokemon, but I don't think that's even like a mechanic in this game. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really know what's going on. And the battles like they're not as like. Seamless? At least I hope they are. My favorite thing about Arceus was how seamless everything was. So you could throw a Pokemon, you're in a fight, you end it, and then you just keep walking. Like, old traditional Pokemon is so slow now. Like, you would like get into a battle transition, it goes into it, you fight, and then you get your XP, goes to another loading screen, then you're out. Like, it feels very slow now. Arceus has totally streamlined the process, so I'm really hoping it's like, you just throw your Pokeball... You fight, and then you go back into exploring. Like, I really hope it's kind of like that. But, again, I don't I don't really know from this trailer. Um, and the new Pokemon look cute. You know, LeChonk. You know, it's, it has a yeah. name. <laughs> um, there's, like, this, like, olive oil, like, olive pea-looking grass type. Uh, another Pikachu clone. You know, it, the, there's always one. Uh, graphically, I mean, it looks fine. I mean, it looks a lot better than R C S is graphically. But still not, like, the best-looking Switch game ever. I mean, like... You know, th- it's kind of what you expect at this point. Pokemon is always going to look a little worse for some fucking reason, even though it's one of the <laughs> biggest like media franchises ever. But it, it does look a little better. I-, I like how colorful it is. You know, it looks it looks it looks all right. Like I think graphically it's fine. Um, not as ugly as Arceus, but we're gonna see if it actually plays better than Arceus, which I still don't know yet. Um, and then we have the two Legendaries. You know, they look cool. Uh, you got like the two lizard people. I, I kind of like the Scarlet one more than the Violet one, but. Um, it just depends on what version of the exclusives there are. And like, that's usually how to determine what version I get. Uh, but yeah, it looks good. Coming out November 18th. Um, there was another point I wanted to do, and I forgot. <laughs> oh, oh um, the game, uh, there's just some news they did it in like, a separate like blog post type deal. Uh, the game is supposed to be full on like multiplayer. Like I think you could just play the whole game multiplayer. Like it was kind of a big thing in this trailer to show like four trainers like exploring at uh, once. So basically, yeah. like you could just play the game with friends and like explore the different like region or you know regions of this region. <laughs> I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And the game also says it's supposed to be like truly open world. Like you don't have to follow the main story. You can sort of do whatever you want. Maybe you could do things out of order. So like that. Oh. But, oh shit! <laughs> there you go. My, my webcam went off for a second. Um, I don't know what that was about. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, but okay, anyway, you can do anything in any order and stuff. So that, I know that was something a lot of, like people wanted from Pokemon for a very long time. Arceus kind of did that, where you could don't you don't really have to do the main story right away. You could capture Pokemon or do a bunch of other stuff be, before doing the main story. Uh, But it looks like this game is sort of taking that a step further. So that that seems pretty cool. Um, But yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing is Pokemon. Hopefully it takes more lessons from RCS than it doesn't. And yeah, it it just looks like a good time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is is a new generation of Pokemon, which is kind of cool. I remember the hype people were having when they initially showed the three stars, and now we got LeChonk and the different uh, professors. So, (laughs) you know, more things, more things for people to meme and make fan art of, which I love on my timeline. Um, But yeah, uh, if this one is really, really good and people are really, really praising it, maybe I'll actually pick this one up. I mean, I was supposed to pick up Legends of Arceus, but it came out during class so i was just like fuck it i can't can't really sink my time into this one just yet and at this point it's like if this one is going to be a legends rcs sort of style of gameplay which we don't even know yet fully uh then i'll buy this one instead of legends rcs because it definitely looks graphically better um yeah. you know pokemon games are just never gonna meet the i guess expectations or you know f- sort of show off super high fidelity graphics and i did find it weird when they did show those four trainers without sort of like explaining anything i was like what the fuck are they trying to show like yeah
1: i didn't, I didn't really get it either i thought we're just showing the customization options yeah exactly but apparently, apparently that's what's supposed to be showcasing oh also one other thing this is really like a nitpick i still don't i'm not like too in love with how the trainers look in this game again i, mm-hmm. I kind of like the more anime art style of like the previous like pokemon games like everyone here just kind of looks like the the new me characters from the Wii Sports <laughs> game, and I, I still don't know how I feel about that. You know, I've always liked how the Pokemon like in like human characters looked, and they mm-hmm. just kind of look really generic. Like, I think the professor's look cool and, the, and like the rival looks pretty cool, but like all the other trainers and like NPCs like they just look really generic, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I that's more of a nitpick. Like some people like it, some people won't. I, I prefer the older Pokemon art style with in terms of that, but you know, whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah hopefully this uh sort of like online component doesn't fucking lag it like the hell oh it is yeah, it will. oh god it's yeah, gonna I be great guys all right guys, yeah, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's place the pokemon
1: so and so shield had something like this with the wild areas and it was very laggy so um i'm, I'm hoping it's improved but probably not because you know exploring with your friend yeah that sounds pretty sick so yeah why not um so yeah ho- hopefully the game is good uh you know I feel pretty okay that's going to be good. Like Sword and Shield was pretty mid, <laughs> so, uh, but Arceus was really good, so I, I have faith in this one. Um, well, I guess right. I'll talk about the next thing as well. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Destroy Humans 2 reprobe, the guy release date, and it's coming out like really soon. I think it was like August. Hold on, let me see. I yeah, list. it's, it's August like, 30th. Uh,
0: yep, you're correct. Yep. August 30th. It
1: uh, looks great. I mean, I love Destroy Humans. This is, again, series I thought would never come back <laughs> when they first revealed the one remake. I was like, "What?" And They're bringing back the story of humans. Um, if you don't know what this is, it's basically Alien GTA. That's basically <laughs> the best way I could describe it, and it's great. I thought the first remake did a great job. Um, you know, they remade the game. Crypto felt really good to control. The, the only issue I had with it was the mission design is still very much like 2005. <laughs> like it was still like escort missions and stealth missions and like all that stuff that people don't really like anymore. Uh, but the character felt like a 2020 character, like, if that makes any sense. Like, he felt very refined, but the, the missions around him were very faithful to, like, a fault, I think. Um, I think Destroy Humans 2, in general, was a very, a better game to begin with, even, like, back in the PS2. So, um, I'm, like, I'm hoping this one just takes Destroy Humans 2, and, yeah, makes it prettier, and makes it better. And it looks like that's exactly what they're doing. Like, the game graphically looks great, um the it's only on next-gen consoles as well so it won't be like brought down for ps4 xbox one or anything so that's really cool as well uh, yeah it looks great you know doing all the all the destroy humans stuff uh, it, it
0: just looks really good <laughs> um, the uh co-op aspect is kind of interesting oh
1: yeah the, the, the yeah, co-op was in destroy humans 2 to begin with as well um so you could play the whole game with like another person and it's only split screen which is a little lame i know that's how it was in the original game but they curve added multiplayer at this point um but yeah, yeah, split screen was a really cool thing. I remember playing that a lot when I was a kid uh, with my brother. So like having like that co op like it like intact is really cool. Um. And the, all the, the environments look really good. Like, all the destruction looks really nice as well. Like, the first game already looked really good. But this game looks like it's really, like, pushing that extra horsepower from, like, the next-gen consoles, which is great. I really want to see more games of Ravi going to next-gen. I know we're privileged and we have the next-gen consoles, but <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of sick of, like, these, like, ne- like old-gen, like, bringing it down at this point. So it's nice to see a game that's fully utilizing the power of these consoles, like, Ratchet and stuff. Um... But, yeah, there's also, like, the standalone DLC that came out for Destroy Humans 1. Where it's, like, a multiplayer thing. I I have it. Yeah. Clone it was Carnage like, or whatever? Yeah. I, I think it's just the challenges from Destroy Humans 1, but you can play with other people. I I have it. Because if you pre order Destroy Humans 2, which I did, you get it for free. <laughs> so, I'm like, all right, sure, I, I'll do that. Uh, I haven't played it yet, so I'll probably talk about it next podcast. But, yeah, it looks great. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited for it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it looks pretty good. I hope that more third-party developers decide to stick to the new generation and not uh you know keep going back to PS4, Xbox 1 cuz you know it is it is very hard to develop for four versions of a game at once. So, you know, if you only have to worry about two and those are the current platforms of I guess gaming consoles today, I think that that is the way you should go, especially since because they are more powerful for a reason. There's there's a reason why, you know, um this is called the new generation or the next generation or whatever. So, but yeah, this game itself, it looks pretty good. Um, I have not actually finished this one myself um, when I played it back on the PlayStation 2, but I'm excited to jump into the remake eventually. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully I'll dive into this one and get my thoughts on it. But yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. they're really short. I mean, but 2 is a lot longer, but it's also better. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so next we got some Marvel news. First, we got a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. Um, We actually finally get to see uh, more of this movie and I guess get a better idea of what this is about. So, um, yeah, I mean, Taika Waititi is back behind the camera once again, and we got the Guardians here. Uh, We got Thor once again. Um, And it looks like that they're sort of... Playing more towards, I guess, like the comic book look of uh, Thor and stuff like that, which I can't appreciate, and uh, Jane Foster sort of be- becoming Thor herself and telling that story and everything like that, you know, still taking, obviously, elements from the last Thor movie, which everyone loved, Ragnarok, pretty much, I feel mm-hmm. like that it, that that is a universally loved Thor movie, uh, you know, people will say that it is the best, but that's kind of easy to say. Uh, Christian Bale as the villain, he looks fucking menacing i will say that um he looks great i honestly forgot that that was christian bale until i went on twitter people were like oh shit that is christian bale so um honestly if the movie fucks up the villain uh it's not christian bale's fault in my opinion but that's just (laughs) that's just me
1: (laughs) i I don't think they will like again i'm putting some trust into this like i mean i already thought it was gonna be good but watching this trailer like yeah it looks really good um you know we always talk about this but you know it's funny how thor Went from, you know, probably one of my least favorite Avengers and, into one of my favorites just because of, like, Ragnarok and, like, his role in some of the Avengers movies. Um, and it looks like this movie kind of has that same energy to it as well. And, you know, I think Jane Foster c- could hopefully shine more than she did in, like, the other Thor movies. Cause I-, I never, like, really cared about his other friends in, like, Thor 1 and 2, <laughs> to be honest. I always just forgot about them. It wasn't until the one girl showed up again in WandaVision, right? It was, one- what, well, didn't she show up? Uh, the other girl... Like the the smart one. I forgot what her name was. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. forget what her name was. Yeah, too, so her and then like now Jane Foster is back and she's like Lady Thor now. So, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, the characters are just like more expanded upon and not just like kind of just there because <laughs> they didn't really mm-hmm. do anything, I think. Like, they did some things, but it wasn't like that important. So, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool to see her there. Uh, she's buff. <laughs> she has <got> really buff. <laughs> uh, actually, Natalie Portman plays her, right? I, fr- I forgot Yeah,
0: Natalie Portman. yeah. That yeah, is her. That is so her. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, she got buff and it's pretty sick. <laughs> and, um, you know, her costume looks really cool too. It's cool that monitor is like is like all like broken and stuff. So, she could like split it and stuff and like hit people Mm -hmm. with the shards that's really cool um but yeah no it just looks great uh you know like the the humor looks like it's still there like what we expected from ragnarok uh the visuals look great uh and yeah i'm just i'm just excited to see another thor movie now Uh, i mean i again we both like uh multiverse of madness so i'm excited to see like another big budget marvel movie because you know after watching so many of the shows it's nice to see like the um you know the the movies again you know what i mean (laughs) so
0: yeah 100 percent and um You know, this movie coming out so soon, Uh, next month, uh, July 8th. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, that is kind of crazy because this is a movie that I think a lot of people were looking forward to when it was initially announced, and now that it is coming out, it's sort of not real yet, in my opinion. I'm like, holy shit, you know, we're going to see another Thor movie in theaters very, very soon. So hopefully it's good. Uh, Very much looking forward to it. Uh, And, you know, this is, I guess, like the second trailer that they've shown kind of thing, and we are so close to it. So, yeah, I I do like this idea of, uh, you know, Marvel not showing a lot until, you know, the movie does start to, I guess, come out and stuff. So, um, there is one thing I don't really like about is the CG fucking helmet that Jane Foster has. It's, like, very oh, noticeable, yeah. but uh, that's just that's just me being a fucking uh, nitpicker, maybe. I don't know. I but.
1: mean, they <laughs> never keep the helmets that long to begin with. Like, yeah. you usually wear it and then you get rid of it, like as soon as the first fight starts it like, gets destroyed so it probably won't be there for that long so mm-hmm. um, I feel like they always just do that to be like look we're comic accurate and then they like, get rid of it so you can see the actor face <laughs> so that's usually what they do um, yeah. but yeah no it looks good I, I forgot it was so soon yeah uh, July July 8th right Yep. Mm-hmm. so you're going to be talking about that one very soon yep, yep, yep. alright so now we got a shit ton of Star Wars things to talk about <laughs> um, so Jedi Survivor uh, or Star Wars Jedi Survivor this is the sequel to um, Jedi Fallen Order Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, always. I don't know why I always mess up that name, by the way. So, <laughs> but anyway, that game was really good. Uh, you, did you beat
0: it? I did not finish it, uh, but I did. know elements of it. So okay. Um, but yeah, I heard that it is very, very good, and yeah, so, I really want to play it just because you know of all the Star Wars stuff that's been happening. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So um, yeah. So I played it and beat it, and it, uh, it was really good. Um, you know, I wish. It was a little less dark souls with some elements because i feel like it didn't really fit too well with the gameplay but like the actual like lightsaber combat the story and characters i thought it was all really really good and it looks like this game is still following cal which is cool cal was a really cool protagonist with um with his little droid i forgot what his name was but yeah is <laughs> <laughs> it like bd1 yeah bd1 um, yeah and it looks like yeah it's kind of just uh like a, a few years in the future it looks like things are a lot more dire now um I don't know who's that in the pod. People are saying it's Star Killer from, like, Force Unleashed. I don't know if that's true or not. But that would be kind of cool to sort of vet him back into the canon since, you know, when Disney bought Star Wars, it kind of, like, eliminated a lot of elements. So it would be a cool way to bring Star Killer back. Um, but, yeah, it looks really good. I mean, there's not any gameplay at all. It's kind of just, like, setting up, like, what's going to be happening. So um, I'm hoping that the game takes, uh, you know, more elements, like, from what made it good and sort of get rid of the dark souls stuff. Like I love it's metroidvania elements. Like I love exploring the different planets and stuff, uh, you know, for different treasures and stuff. But, um, the actual, like, Oh, like there's like bonfires. And then if you sleep in one, like enemies respawn, like, I don't know. I feel like the dark souls elements didn't really like mess with the game too well, but I, I am very excited for this game and I'm happy. They're sort of keeping the same cast. So we can get like a, I guess like a trilogy or something. So it's going to be pretty interesting. To see yeah. What's going on. I can't really mm-hmm. say the ending because he didn't beat it, so I was going to... Yeah, But yeah. anyways,
0: um, yeah, I think that when the game was initially, I guess, announced slash came out, it was like, oh, this is a Star Wars game that takes place after Order 66, and I think that Anyone that's a Star Wars fan fucking loves anything that takes place during or after Order 66, because that's just a cool moment within Star Wars history. So the fact that they're continuing it with Cal, especially since because people love this game so much and rightfully so, because it is a good game. Like, it's not just a good Star Wars game. It's just a good game. Yeah, And I think that... You know, them continuing Cal's Story and seeing where it goes from here, I think that it's gonna be good. Hopefully hopefully EA doesn't mess this one up. You know, they didn't mess the first one up, so hopefully, you know, uh they continue on this sort of trend of creating good Star Wars games. So
1: Yeah, I mean respawn made it, so like, you know, they make yeah. good shit. So I trust <laughs> them. You know, they made they they basically done only good things <laughs> at this point, like, you know, Titanfall, Apex, and all this. So I, I trust I trust they will get this done. Wow. All right. Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next we got is a Andor teaser trailer. So I actually did watch Rogue One, because uh, my girlfriend was like, "You're fucking watching Rogue One," because she loves that movie, and I was like, "All right, fine." Um, I heard, I heard it was mid, and I kind of know what happens at the end, but you know, um, yeah, it was good. I really did like Rogue One, and making a Andor series makes sense because I think that he is by far the standout character in that movie. He's such a cool character, you know, just from like the time that we got within that movie alone. Uh, there's definitely a story there to be told. So hopefully these six episodes are able to flesh out that story. Well, um, within six episodes, Um, obviously I, I don't know shit about Andor, so I don't know what his story is, but I hope that six episodes is good enough. Um, just because, you know, you don't want to drag it out too long, but then again, you don't want to rush it either. So, but yeah, making a series about Andor is cool, uh, and uh, you know he is—he is definitely a character that I really like within the Star Wars series. Now, after watching Rogue One just recently, yeah, I
1: when I first saw this trailer, I was just like, they're really doing the whole thing on him. <laughs> like, I mean, I like—I I watched Rogue One in, uh, in theaters, and I—I I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, I think the ending bits are the best bits, because um, you know, a uh,
0: I, I pretty common criticism <laughs> with
1: Rogue One. But <laughs>
0: Fuck! Don't mind me, bro. I'm just dying over it.
1: <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the common criticism for, criticism for Rogue One is like it's kind of boring for most of it, and then towards the end and middle, it kind of gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of agree with that. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since I watched that movie, but um, you know. Having a character or having a whole series based on like a Rogue One thing, it's
0: like it's pretty random to me. To yeah, be honest. it is. It, it is kind of random.
1: I'll, yeah, when I first saw the like, man, everybody got ideas for like Star Wars shows, huh? So, um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it looks good. Like, it looks like there's like a ton of budget put into it and stuff. So, I, I'm sure it'll be fun. And I'll probably have to watch Rogue One again to like remind myself of like who the fuck this guy even was, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm like really struggling to like remember like some stuff in that. I know there was him, some girl, the robot. There was, like, the, the forces with me guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something like that. So, um, But, yeah, I, I enjoyed Rogue One enough, so I'll, I'll probably, like, watch it. I mean, I'm paying for Disney Plus anyways. So I might as well. <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it looks like it could be a good time. I get, I, I'm actually impressed by a lot of the uh, the sets and stuff. Like, I, we're talking about Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan could feel a little, like, like, it feels like there was budget put into it, but this one feels like it has more for some reason, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Just the things I'm seeing, I'm like, whoa, dude, this looks really good. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: all right uh well i guess i guess we'll talk about obi-wan yeah we'll talk about Um, obi-wan now (laughs) i we're obviously going to talk about spoilers so we're going to talk about the first i guess two episodes together because those premiered and then we'll talk about the third episode but um yeah i mean like the fact that they put the first two episodes together is a good thing because episode one was fucking dog shit not gonna (laughs) lie um it was not that great as like as like a solo standalone episode it's like man like this setup's kind of bad um but, you know, we do get to see uh, the sort of, like, recap to sort of show, like, everything that's happened with Obi-Wan throughout the prequels, which I thought was cool. You know, just, like, recap the movies and remind viewers, hey, you know, this is Obi-Wan. This is what he's been through. This is Anakin. He died, kind of. Not really. Um, so, yeah, I thought that that was cool. And sort of seeing Obi-Wan and, like, his pain and sort of uh, his his tragic backstory and what he's doing now. And, yeah, um, I think that episode one by itself is not that great but once we get into episode two i was like all right this is this is why they put episode two with episode one because um that's when stuff gets interesting you know we see that leia is a part of the show which is very very cool uh i pretty i'm pretty sure most people i guess within like the star wars mythos thought that obi-wan doesn't meet leia like at all or whatever right um but hey you know it looks like you know he he has to save her because she fucking ran off and that goofy fucking like chase scene, like yeah, I loved it. it yeah. I loved it because it, it was just so funny. But yeah. like you know, at the same time, it's like oh, you know, like they should have captured her and shit like that. But I'm just like whatever. I don't know. Um, I think but, people
1: make too much of a big deal about it. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's, fucking,
0: it's fucking Star Wars at the end yeah. of the day, man. Like, I don't, I don't, care like what makes sense and what doesn't. Like as long as it's cool and it's funny and like I'm enjoying myself, like I don't really care that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like the whole reveal with Obi-Wan finding out that Anakin's still alive, I was like, holy fuck, that's cold. Right. <laughs> because like, um, I think it was in episode one or two, I forget exactly which one, but like he was like, Anakin's dead, and I was like, is he though? Yeah, is he though?
1: <laughs> <laughs> did uh, is did he, you though? make sure he was dead? You should have uh, like shit. stabbed him in the Nucifar, <laughs> <safari>, you dumbass. <laughs> but uh yeah, I I I agree with you, yeah. Like I, I mean I thought I can't really remember episode one, because it's, like, mixed with episode two for me. I just view it as Mm -hmm. a really long episode, which is probably for the best. Um, But I really did like how Obi-Wan's, like, I guess, first mission since, like, the whole Order 66 thing was, like, to help Leia and stuff. Because it it really doesn't make sense in A New Hope why she would, like, send this thing to Obi-Wan to begin with if they never met. He's like, oh, you're my only hope. It's like, yeah, maybe because he's a Jedi and he's Obi-Wan and he has a reputation and stuff. But I feel like the more personal connection, like, really fleshes that, like, relationship out more where she would trust him enough to, like, do all this stuff. So, yeah, I I think that's good. Like, that's good. Like, I, I really do like that. And... You know, uh, Ian McGregor, like, did a great job as Obi-Wan. You know, I think everyone expected that. I think he did a, a good job sort of portraying, like, his, like, PTSD and, like, anguish, like, over yeah. what happened. Like, you could tell he feels, like, a lot of, like, shame and, like, just, like, like the pain, scared The pain, the nightmares, yeah. Of, like, Order 66 and Anakin and stuff. You, you could tell, like, he really, like, cared about Anakin. He didn't want to do what he did. But he also felt like he failed as, like, a Jedi and stuff. And um, I don't want to get too much into Episode 3 just yet. But you can really tell with that fight where he was, like, really scared the whole time. And I think, oh, I think that yeah. was good. Like, yeah, I think, they, <laughs> I think all that portrayal, I thought that stuff was all really, really good. And, um, yeah, obviously, we have some, we have some like, corny scenes. Like, Again, the Leia like, scene, that we're, like, chasing. But it's, like, it's whatever. I mean, like, the prequels are full of cheese anyway. You know, like, and, like, <laughs> all Star Wars is full of, like, some cheesy stuff. And I didn't mind yeah. it that much. Like, they captured her in the end. that just, like, it's fine. Um, and also, like, one other awkward scene. Uh, was with uh, Reva, one of the Inquisitors, at the very end of episode two, when she's like, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, where are you? Like, that was, <laughs> that was a little cheesy too. But it's like, whatever. I know people, she's getting like a lot of hate online, which i, I oh, really yeah. get into. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah, where people are just being really racist. I mean, I thought she was, she's good. Like, I, I honestly, like, when I finished watching these episodes and saw she was getting a lot of hate, I didn't really get it. Like, people were saying, oh, why is she so impulsive? Why is she like, like, defying the other Inquisitors? I'm like, isn't that what, like, like sif do <laughs> like you know, i know they're not exactly sif or whatever but they, they're still dark side of the forest like that's what they're gonna like kill each other they want to get power and stuff like that seems pretty in character for someone that's like in the dark side like i don't really understand why people are like mad at that and i think her acting is fine in general i think it was just her delivery in those last like. but you can't even make that sound good like they'd probably her to do that so um but yeah, I, I think she's fine like, i think the inquisitors are like are fine enough um I don't know the Grand Inquisitor like gets like stabbed, but he's like a thing in rebels, so I don't think that's a thing that I don't think he actually dies, but whatever. That's a whole other thing.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like the whole uh the whole kill at the end of episode two. I, episode I two was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 what the fuck just happened? I was yeah. like, no way she did that. Yeah. Um so like we don't know if that's like the the actual, you know, grand person or whatever the fuck, or if that's just like a fake out or something, but yeah, I mean like the hate itself. I mean, it's fucking Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans are weird and racist. Dude, fucking
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, Star Wars fans.
1: Star Wars fans are actually masters at causing like mental distress <laughs> to like actors. I mean, Christian Haydenson yeah. and um, the Jar Jar Binks voice actor both like hated themselves. Uh, Jake Lloyd, you know, the Anakin from Phantom Menace, like just, just yeah. gone as well. I mean, Ray and um, and uh, Finn also got a lot of hate. Like, yeah, it's just John. like. Yeah, John uh, Bordega. Yeah, John Boyer. Daisy Ridley, I forget what her name was. Daisy right? Ridley. Ridley, yeah. So yeah, they both Yeah, Daisy got, Ridley. Yeah, 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 she still gets so much hate. Like, and I don't think that's fair because a lot of the time the actors are just doing what they're told. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's not their fault. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. the same thing with Last of Us too when like Laura Bailey was getting hated on because of like the character she was playing. and It's dumb. People are stupid. Like, you're allowed to not like the show if you don't like it, but attacking the actual actor for no reason is really dumb, and we should stop doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Daisy really literally went off social media because of fucking Star Wars. (laughs) You know, Star Wars fans are weird, and like, when the whole hate and criticism came out i was like it's because she's black like that's yeah. the, that, that, that was the first thing that that came to mind i was like she was fine in the show and like the show's not even fucking over so like why why are you like overly criticizing her character when we're only like three episodes in now it's like not even that serious yet so i feel like you could fairly criticize a character once we finally get to like the conclusion because like the way this obi-wan show is working is that like it's half of obi-wan's story then the other half is like her sort of like her sort of like inquisitor story to yeah. like prove to like lord vader and everything like that so you know once we get to the end of it all right fine you can like criticize her character but anyways you should never like go after the actors and like at them on twitter because like they can't see that shit guys yeah. like what the fuck you're not just uh, you know echoing it to a bot or whatever like you know what we're saying on this podcast we're not just gonna add uh, at every single fucking actor that we're talking about in here you know if they see it they see it kind of thing you know
1: yeah, it's just, it's just annoying. <laughs>
0: even my guardian had to do, like, a whole, like, Twitter Oh, thing. yeah, he was like, wow, thank you guys so much, but at the same time, stop being fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, it-,
1: it is pretty sad. But um, besides that, I guess we talk about episode three as well, and uh, I-, I really enjoyed episode three. I mean, yeah. this is when we see, you know, Anakin or Darth Vader finally confronting Obi-Wan, and it was just really well done, I think. You know, I think... Um, you know like i was saying before obi wants ptsd and how he could he's just like frozen right like he can't like do jack mm-hmm. shit and uh you know it also doesn't help that he hasn't actually like used the force or like fought anyone for the lightsaber in like forever years <laughs> yeah seven years so it doesn't <laughs> help that when confronted with anakin he would just yeah run away <laughs> like it, it makes sense <laughs> like i know some people wanted like a bigger fight scene or whatever but uh, that's kind of what I imagined would happen. Like, he was just really terrified. And he'd never seen... You know, he first, he thought he was dead. Second, he's, like, this weird cyborg person now. Like, like <laughs> oh, what do you think he would react to? And he's, like, choking kids and stuff. So,
0: yeah, not oh great. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. The whole the whole village stuff was fucking hardcore. Yeah. When he, he just straight up, like, fucking kill that guy? I was like, what yeah. the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, holy um, shit, dude. Yeah, duh. Nah, I mean, like... A lot of the other, I guess, like, series that have happened within Star Wars, like like the recent movies and the shows that have Vader in there, they really show, like, how how menacing he is and yeah. how scary he can be. Because, like, you know, like, Darth Vader is a fucking villain in cinema that has been around since, since the fucking original trilogy, which is, like, years and years old at this point. So the fact that, you know, they're still making stuff with this character and still showing that, like... He's fucking ruthless. He's fucking terrifying. He's scary. And, you know, them just showing all of that shit on, like, a Disney Plus series was fucking great. I loved seeing Darth Vader just doing shit because I was just like, wow, like, he's supposed to be this scary. And, like, I feel like before I watched the show, because it's been years since I've watched the original trilogy and because I didn't grow up with those movies, you know, it's like... I don't view Vader in that light, but because now I'm, you know, watching the series, I'm like, fuck, this guy, this guy, this guy means business. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, I think Disney has done a great job making Vader like really scary whenever he shows up in other things cuz he's supposed mm-hmm. to be this like invincible like dude, you know. Like that's the yeah. reason why the empire became so strong to begin with was cuz of him. Obviously Palpatine too, but it's mostly like Vader doing all the dirty work. So um, them portraying him as like this invincible like walking tank of death is like yeah, that, that's about what I expected him to be so I'm really happy they keep that in there even when confronted with like Obi-Wan like he's like yeah I know I'm stronger than you so I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna try and kill you now like, he can't even try to kill him. He's gonna make him suffer. He's about to put a musafar on him. He's gonna just put him into fire and burn. Oh so that, that yeah, was really cool. I was like,
0: yo, that's that's poetic as fuck. I yeah. was like, no way, he's doing this right now. Yeah, um, that, that seems
1: something petty that Anakin would do to like, you know, too. Just like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking burn you like you did me.
0: yeah just uh you know have a taste of your own medicine kind of thing um which you know some people on twitter are like so like we're supposed to believe that like he's burnt under this hood or whatever i'm like come on guys like they're trying to they're trying to make some conflict here they're trying to show you some like poetic cinema and shit i'm just like that was cool like that was fucking great yeah um i really do like the fact that when he does encounter him like you said like it's been years since he's done fucking anything so you know their first lightsaber fight was not that great just because obi-wan obi-wan's fucking garbage so, like, <laughs> he's weak
1: as hell right now
0: yeah he can he cannot do anything and like anakin obviously doesn't want to just kill him like he could have he 100 could have but he wants to torture him he yeah. wants to you know make him fearful of his life and i really like that that entire just like sequence of just like vader coming into that village and then obi-wan being like oh fuck i gotta fight him right ah shit so yeah yeah i mean that's pretty much everything that people wanted from this series, and the fact that we got it in episode three is like very, very exciting.
1: Yeah, I always like it when we get like a like a mid season encounter with like the main villain mm-hmm. or something, because you know then it's like oh you know the final fight's gonna be really sick or something. Um, yeah. Oh, so I-, I know some people complained about when, you know, they blocked Vader's way with a bunch of fire, but you saw him in an earlier scene; he was able to put it out, and you know his friends sort of like saved him and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the reason why he didn't, like, he could have easily blown away the fire again. But I think he kind of wanted Obi-Wan to run away so he could, like, be more scared about him coming for him. Because this is all, like, a yeah. like a weird little game for him. Yeah, this is thing. like a
0: psychological warfare. Yeah, so, like,
1: Vader's, like, a psycho. <laughs> so, like, it makes sense <laughs> that he's, like, let you know, let him run. Let him think he has some hope and stuff. But you can't tell because, you know, you can't see Vader's face. But I'm pretty sure that was they were implying with by him, like, to just zoom in on his, like, mask and stuff. It's like, yeah, like, you know, let, let him run. See the fire like, in his yeah. eyes. So I think that's what they were alluding to. Or it could be that Anakin, maybe there's some part of him that doesn't want to do it. I don't know. It's, it kind of gets you thinking because you can't really see his face. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't think that's like a plot-like hole or anything. Like, oh, why couldn't you just walk through the fire or whatever? Like, I think it's like more deliberate. But um, yeah, I, I think besides that, you know, besides, the Vader things are like the main highlight <laughs> of the episode, obviously. But there's some other things, too, like the mundane. Um, went on like the dude, like little like truck thing to get past <laughs> yeah. the. Um... I made
0: a joke. I mean, I, I don't know if I should make this joke, but I, I fucking made a joke uh, when uh, me me and my girlfriend were watching it. I was just like, yeah, it's like a Blue Lives Matter truck or whatever. <laughs> I was like, i oh, fuck <laughs> Yeah, basically, yeah. It's,
1: dude, the dude was like so happy. He's like, yeah, dude, I love the, the Empire. Yeah, man, just, like, fucking planet. love
0: the cops. Blue Lives Matter, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right,
1: dude. It's like a weird mole man. <laughs> um, so Um that, that was a pretty fun scene it was a little tense the, the one like stormtrooper just got cut in half and that was a little violent oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit
0: that shit threw me off I was like yo what the fuck they just showing that <laughs> yeah like holy shit dude <laughs> so um yeah Disney
1: really went a little a little more hardcore with this one too they were showing a lot of people just die which is cool you know I think that's yeah. important to show that you know the universe isn't all like you know colorful rainbows and stuff and people <laughs> are like dying and stuff like that's where the empire is kind of shit so um yeah I think they did a great job with that um and, again, they have the whole Reva storyline going on, too, where she, like, capture Leia and stuff. Because um, she told the other, like, um, rebel person to, like, help Obi-Wan and stuff. So, now Leia's caught again. So, yeah, I'm excited to be the setup for the next one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just found it weird that, like, the fucking Stormtroopers didn't know who the fuck Obi-Wan was. I was like, yeah, wasn't his face everywhere, like, last episode or <laughs> whatever? Was, but...
1: it was, it was a planet. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, I was just like, what yeah, the fuck? Was, they don't, probably <laughs> should have known.
1: Also, he's not really dressed like conspicuous. Like he's he's like dressed as a Jedi Knight. Like you think like you guys killed them like a few years ago. You think it would be like hey, watch out for anyone dressed up like this. (laughs) Yeah, he keeps flexing his lightsaber. Like every time he's like, I'm like, can you like put that thing somewhere else?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that shit, that shit was a little weird. But anyways, I really like the uh, I guess like the little conversation that like. He had with Leia when he was trying to cover it up when he said yeah. Leia, and he was like, "Every single time I look at her, I think of her mom." And I was like, "He's fucking talking about that." Yeah, fucking like talking about spirit. that. Not well, like well, not this, really, no. but It's also like <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I was like, "Ah, shit." Um, but yeah, I mean, like, episode three is like every everyone's favorite episode just because we got to see Vader like a lot, like a yeah. lot of Vader stuff, and you know seeing it so early on and just seeing like that side of you know what's going on there and you know he's still trying to find Obi-Wan and he knows he's fucking out there and shit like that so yeah. um but yeah I'm excited to see what Reva's plan is with Leia and to see exactly what I because like because this is a prequel series you see like this is why I hate prequel stuff is because it's like we know Obi-Wan's gonna live. We know yeah. Leia's gonna live. Yeah. It's like, you know... It's like, not we get tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the main thing about this show is just seeing these characters interact with each other, which is why, like, I really like that scene with Leia and Obi-Wan in that sort of, um... Sort of that truck, you know, in... I guess that conversation after the uh, stormtroopers left, I was like, you know, the guy in the front can hear you, right? Like yeah, I was like, the right? like...
2: <laughs> the <man> but... loud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a, a, a very good conversation between those two characters. Um but yeah, um I really like uh Kumal Najimani's fucking character with the whole fake Jedi shit. I forgot he was in the series, to be honest. So like when yeah. he showed up as the fake Jedi, I was like <laughs> He's the fucking joke character. God damn it! Because because he he is a comedian and like right. he is I guess like the funny guy and like most stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean I like this character. He was actually like actually trying to help Obi Wan, which like which was like way more than I thought his character was ever going to be. So um yeah you know i didn't mind that part of it but you know um i was watching Jeremy john's video and like he was like you know why would this guy be a fake jedi aren't they like terrorists or some shit i was like oh fuck
1: that's (laughs) a good point like i feel like that's a really dangerous business model to have it's like because you can just be hunted by stormtroopers every second like yeah yeah. i mean you can make a bunch of money i
0: mean maybe that's the
1: risk i guess but Mm -hmm. yeah that, that was a pretty cool scene when he, he was using his little magnets to like use the force or whatever. Um, I
0: was like, they're really falling for this shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. Easy, easy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to um, see yeah. the rest.
1: Um, You know, the, the show definitely has like prequel energy to it, which is, you know, for good or bad, you know, depending yeah. on who you are. But um, I, I think for the most part, it's pretty, pretty enjoyable. I I don't think it's as good as like Mandalorian or anything, but I'm definitely having a good time with it. Um, And I'm looking forward to see how it ends and, Hopefully, we get a really cool fight with Vader and Obi Wan. Like, obviously, they can't do much (laughs) because they can't, you know, they fight later. But yeah, Um, I'm I'm
0: hoping. I'm just wondering how they're going to end the fight because obviously they can't kill each other. Yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen that's going to, you know, end that fight completely. But. yeah, you know, so far, so good. I'm not going to nitpick too much. I know that there's some people out there that are like, how the fuck does everyone know where Obi-Wan lives with? Like, he's supposed to be hiding. I'm like, that is kind of true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> my man my man's just trying to live in peace, and, like, everyone showed up to his secret house. He's like, yo, bro, what? What do you want? Yeah. My daughter's missing. Bro, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... But, yeah, you know, I I did not expect them to focus so much on Leia um, just because, like, you know, how are they going to get Obi-Wan back in action? Oh, yeah, Leia's going to run away. Okay, yeah, that seems like her. And, like, w- we haven't really talked about her yet, but, like, I really... Do, like how the way they're portraying Leia in this series you know she's yeah. she's a fucking stubborn rugrat. rat like <laughs> that's yeah, I mean, exactly who, who, who she is so
1: yeah she's like a little rebel and stuff which is important to be you know the leader of the rebels and stuff so it makes sense that she would be like very um, rebellious and stuff and like you know always like exploring and stuff really matches her character that she would you know be in the um, original trilogy so yeah I think they actually did a great job with her characterization as like a child so and I think her child actress is pretty good too I think she you know she nails yeah. all lines and stuff so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah can't really can't really you know put too high of expectations on children actors but you know i liked her she seems fun (laughs) uh but moving on from there we're gonna talk about stranger things for volume one i honestly don't know how the fuck we we able to watch all four, all, <laughs> all seven episodes before this podcast, but we did, um, and we're gonna talk about full spoilers for it just because it's gonna be kind of hard to not talk about this series without spoiling it. But if you've liked Stranger Things before, you're gonna like this season, and you probably already started watching, it, if not finished it at this point. But it gets better if you uh, keep on going. But um, yeah, uh, what did you, what did you think about this first volume, Damien, and sort I, of the first seven episodes?
1: <laughs> I think this is the best season. I think. Oh, word.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I really, really, yeah. really liked it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking good. I yeah. will I will say that. Um, I really do like the way that they structured. I guess the season is being like part one and part two kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and them ending it off with episode seven makes sense because it does build up a lot of shit. It does. And it yeah. is it is the longest episode of of the season so far. Um, but really everything this season was. Doing and bringing up was building up to that, so I guess we'll slowly talk about everything that's happened within, I guess like eight or nine hours of fucking content here. Yeah, it's a um, lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, let, th- let me get these. there's a lot of shit. So obviously they're gonna introduce new characters. So Eddie, I really like Eddie. Yeah. Eddie was a character that I did not expect me to like so much, but I feel like every single time Stranger Things introduces a new character, it takes a while for you to like warm up, warm up to them. Yeah. Um, but Eddie, you know, instantly like fucking episode two, something happens to him. You know, Chrissy dies in front of him, and he's like, oh shit what the fuck dude i was like
1: really liking chrissy too i'm like oh oh, yeah same yeah i was like (laughs) oh they're they're cute together i guess like they could be like weird like stoner or druggy friends or something (laughs) and then she fucking dies i'm like oh no i wasn't expecting that so i mean i was because you know they kept like to get game visions and stuff i mean i expect her Mm -hmm. to die but i kind of didn't want her to die they did a good job characterizing her character in like an episode just to like kill her so that's a little unfortunate, but yeah, Eddie Eddie's really good. I you know I think he does a good job um, sort of portraying that like crazy like like um, what do you call it setback kid <laughs> like he's obviously like, like, yeah. like, like so his actor <laughs> looks very old and I think that's like you know a criticism I keep seeing this season like the kids look a lot older now obviously yeah uh, but Eddie does look pretty old <laughs> uh, he's like oh i in high school i like okay I, like, I don't care that much it doesn't bother me that much but yeah it yeah. is a little little sussy but yeah he's a good character I actually really enjoy. You know his scenes and stuff and you know we don't get to see his character shine too much because he's like always oh, going to be in hiding for most of the season but yeah. when he does get to interact with people it's pretty good and um I also think this season does a cool job introducing like the satanic panic that happened during the 80s where they thought yeah. video games and D&D were all evil and I, 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 I knew this series was probably going to tackle that at some point because it was such a big thing during the 80s but um it's cool that they introduced it now and like people just believe it which is how it
0: was back then um <laughs>
1: But yeah, Eddie, Eddie is a good character. I, I really I, I really enjoyed his character. Same thing with Chrissy, but, you know, she's dead, so... <laughs> <it doesn't>
0: <laughs> yeah, um. I, I really, he did like, you know, the way that they made his character be, like, you know, this fucking super senior guy, and, like, he's, like, the head of the D&D club, you know, Hellfire, and, you know, the way Hellfire interacts with everyone else, I guess, like, the rest of the cast of characters is, like, pretty cool. Um, Even, like, the parents get in on it, which was, like... Kind of crazy for me because I was like the parents are like fucking nothing most of these seasons like they don't do anything yeah I'll do but, shit like, yeah. But for this season, you know, they got to do a little bit where they were, like, trying to figure out where the fuck their kids were. Because all of these fucking high schoolers were dying, so they were like, where the
1: fuck are our kids? Yeah, they're finally worried about their children. I know it was a different time, (laughs) but holy shit. Like, all the other seasons, they kind of just, like, let them do whatever the fuck they want. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, let them, like, go on bicycles like, at, like, 9 p.m. So, kind of cool that they're actually, like, worried about their children this time just because there's, like, a serial killer on the loose. So, that's really cool. Um, and, uh, you know, speaking of, like, I guess, like, the whole, like, murderer thing, like, I think Vecna is really cool, like, I won't get yeah. to it right now, like, because I say that when we get closer to, like, the end of it, but, um, I mm-hmm. really like they're going for the more, like, Freddy Cougar type deal going on here because um yeah you know each season kind of follows like a sort of different horror trope during that 80s time and i think like now they're going for like that slasher movie like type deal and it's really good i think the season definitely has the most like horror elements to it like this is all, like i feel really tense watching some things i'm like oh shit what's gonna happen or what kind of creepy imagery we're gonna see now and i think they've done a really good job um really like showing that like the visual effects are like really good especially on
0: vecna himself. Yeah. Like, it's it's really cool Apparently Vecna wasn't CGI. Yeah, like, exactly. Actually, like, it was all practical. had a model. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's, that's kind of cool that they had that in there. So, um, but yeah, Vecna is a very very cool villain. He's definitely my favorite villain so far, just because there's like an actual character there. Yeah, he's actual character. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you know, seeing him interact excuse me, uh, interact with all of the kids and sort of uh, reveal their traumas and sort of go back into, like, their past histories and sort of, you know, dive into that and sort of dissect them each and every single one before some of them get killed and some of them don't. So, um, yeah, Vecna is very, very cool. And like you said, you know, the sort of, like, horror movie tropes and things like that, you know, the fact that, like, he can just strike at any, at any time and, like, the kids were smart enough to figure out, like, oh, music, music was, like, the, the uh, weakness and like when Max started, you know, getting her encounters with Vegna, then they started panicking for the fucking music tape and shit like that. I'm going to be honest. At the end of episode four, I was fucking crying. <laughs> I was straight up crying. <laughs> I was close. Because I love... <laughs> I love Max as a character and the fact that she was so close to dying and the way that they did that scene with her escaping Vecna her running and then like the music started playing man even even me thinking about it is, is I'm fucking getting emotional man like I fucking I was so close to like oh we were so close to losing her so I was like oh shit dude, I, I, can't. I for, a, for
1: a second I, I, I kind of knew she was gonna live cause they have to show this method works like playing music to like you know get out of his like trance or whatever yeah. but for a second dude I thought her bones were about to start snapping like yeah you know? Like like like, oh my god, they're not gonna do it, are they? Because they've never like killed like like a main kid, (laughs) so like that'd be crazy. So yeah, that that part was very tense, and that that episode and episode seven are probably some of my favorite. Stranger things episodes like ever like it it was really yeah. good like dear Billy was a very very good episode um mm-hmm. and you know it kind of shows like a lot of the things she's been dealing with too obviously because you know she got very traumatized with the mind flare like sort of like <laughs> like keep killing Billy and stuff like she kept showing that and stuff like you know it's good to see that turmoil and stuff in her because you know a lot of, like you know teenagers and stuff you know obviously they don't go through that but they go through you know very similar to sort of like PTSD type deals and I think expecting that with Max and stuff was, was really well done. So, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that episode a lot. Um, I, I guess also we could talk about, because there's a lot, you know, Strange Things always does the thing where there's, like, a shit ton of storylines happening at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um, so Which, like, in my opinion, the way that they're doing it this season, I really like. Like, it sucks when, like, you know, they set up, like, a sort of, like, storyline, and then they cut to, like, a different story. Like, it sucks every single time, but, like, I like the way that they're balancing every single one. It feels like they're all getting their own time to shine. Yeah. even even though some of them are, are more complicated than others like i really like you know when we go back to russia with hopper and then we go back to california with will and mike and all that other stuff so
1: yeah um yeah you know, I, I always thought strange things did that pretty well like I, i've never i've always really liked that jumping storylines thing because yeah you get a little sad you're like oh no i know what happened but then oh, i'm also invested into this so i guess it doesn't really yeah. matter um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess we could talk about like the whole California stuff. Like, dude, that fucking bully that
0: L was like, like, oh that my god, bitch, bro, dude. when she, bro, when she decked her, I was, I was like, let's go, yeah, and, honestly, then, and then she got arrested. She got arrested. Episode three, I was like, no, what the fuck's <laughs> going on?
1: Like, wow, what a, what a piece of shit. Like, I really liked <laughs> that they were going for that eighties like bully. Thing because you know, people say, Oh, she's very over the top. I'm like, That was just they're doing, yeah. like, the 80s bully thing where it's like they're really mean and over the top and stuff. And I'm happy they went yeah. for it because you know, dude. And when she, dude, I was cringing so hard when Eleven did her fucking like, oh, yeah, like Naruto, like,
0: fucking like <laughs> that was that was a clip on Twitter that, like, uh. They showed, like, weeks before it came out. Yeah. So, like, I knew that it was going to happen. But, like, yeah. even then I was like, I'm going to cringe so fucking yeah. <laughs> hard right now because I'm like, she can't kill them, but, like, she wants to, you know. And I was just like, oh, God. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole just, like, storyline with Eleven and, like, in California and her getting bullied, you know, it it makes sense, you know. Yeah. it, it it's like she's she's a new kid. She's kind of weird, you yeah, know. Yeah, she's learning how because, to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like she's she's never belonged like yeah. ever. Like wherever she's gone, and like it sucks that like you know that's just that's just how it is. And um, you know her her decking the shit out of the bully was 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 the triumphant moment. And then <laughs> you know she got arrested and then quickly escaped because they fucking eat her (laughs) yeah
1: like always and um i guess also like uh, this is like really subtle stuff or uh, i don't know if it's subtle but like yeah will is like gay right or something like i don't know what's going on but like it seems like a lot of things he's saying i'm like i don't like they they, like all right they put like a lot of things (laughs) where he did like a whole speech to uh what's his face mike where he's talking Mm -hmm. about like oh like it's okay like to be different and stuff like that and the way he looks at mike i'm like I'm like, oh, okay. And he doesn't want to show him the picture either. And also, like, there's just like a, like, a lot of hints I've been seeing. Like, uh, maybe to try to make it, maybe, is he gay? Like, is that what they're, they're trying to do here? Like, I, they, they haven't explicitly said it. But I, yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of like, like, signs that I'm like, oh, maybe he is. Like, even, it was even that way in season three, like, where he was like, oh, why don't you have a girlfriend? And I, obviously, I thought he was always like, oh, just because, you know, he doesn't have one or whatever. But now I'm like starting to think about, oh, maybe he is like, you know, like gay and stuff. And <laughs> I, I think like that's a, I think the way to do LGBT stuff in this show is really good because, you know, it's, like, during yeah. the 80s, it wasn't very accepted, and, like, you know, people, like, treat it, like, as a bad thing. That's why I love Robin as a character. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Like, you know, she. I think they handle her stuff really well. Um, So, yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to do something well in terms of that. We, we haven't, like, seen anything with that yet, but I, yeah. I feel like they've been, like, a lot of, like, did the, that do something with him like or his character? And I think that's kind of what, like, what's going on with him. I mean, there's no reason why he wouldn't show his thing. Oh, he was also getting jealous, like, really jealous about, like, Mike and Bill. <laughs> so, so I, I don't know what's going on, but it, it seems like they're doing something with that. But
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe we'll just... This is the boys. Who knows? Um, could be, but it but, seems like a little more of a just a Mike. That's I- <laughs> hey, look, you know... Uh, Will's character, unfortunately, just hasn't been doing much. Like, yeah, I ever. mean, he's always
1: relegated to like plot device or just being yeah. Dead, so yeah, because mm. season Which one sucks. and two, he was, yeah, season one and two, he was just a plot device. Season three, he was just like ignored, and so hopefully season yeah. four, he gets something. So
0: season three, he was just chilling, trying to play D and D with the boys, and they were all and just no you one know wanted to yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> they were all doing their own thing. He's like guys, guys, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so i don't know Um i definitely like him more this season but i think that's just because like the way they have every single group structured is that like every single character in the group has a role like they they figure something out or like they they talk to each other to sort of like you know calm calm one another you know be there for each other all all that good stuff so you know maybe maybe will is gay but who the fuck knows um maybe they'll reveal that in the fucking movie finale that they have planned which by the way there is going to be a season five which like i didn't know about until i read like their note on like their uh twitter where they were like season five is going to be the final season i was like fuck we're gonna get more of this shit god damn it (laughs) um but like it's good it's it's it's, it's fucking good like i'm i'm not complaining but i definitely know that like these actors are like they don't want to do this shit no more you know
1: (laughs) The old, I mean, like yeah. there's only a certain times you can like do this, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know if they already filmed it or what, but they, they have to get on that shit soon. How's it gonna keep mm-hmm. growing up?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's 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 gonna be fucking Riverdale, actually. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, like I, I think Eleven's actor just turned like eighteen, I think. So it's like yeah, they're getting like yeah. old, which is crazy. I'm like, damn, dude, it's been like mm-hmm. a really long time. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, like I, I enjoy like all the California stuff. Like it, it's the California plotline does seem to be more of a like a like a side one. Compared to the other ones, because yeah. you know they're more like just trying to figure out where Eleven went. Like it used to be connected with Eleven, and then she started having her own thing, and then like they're like doing their own thing. Yeah.
0: Like, so now they're like, "Fuck, what do we do with these characters?" I. Right, they're gonna try to find Eleven. That's their next thing. Yeah. So now they're just like going everywhere. Um. What do you think of the? I forget how do you pronounce his name? The fucking weed guy. Like oh, Jonathan's new friend. Yeah, Aragile. Yeah. Uh. All right. So like, I was kind of hesitant because like he's he's the fucking package guy. He's the guy in that movie. They guess his dick chopped off, so I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck are they doing with this actor?" But like, he's funny in like every single movie that he's in when he is playing the weed guy, if you will. Um, So you know he is he's playing that that role here again, Um, and I mean he's okay. He's he's definitely my least favorite of the new characters worked. but that's just because like he's just a fucking stoner and like yeah you i mean know? he's a
1: he's a one-note character yeah he's yeah. mostly meant for like the comic relief and i mean i think he does mm-hmm. it well but it's not really yeah. someone i'm like you know like if he dies i won't really care <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um and i'm not like too big of a fan with like 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 what they did with like jonathan being more like a stoner now like i don't know i feel like he kind of like lost a lot of things that he was like kind of like fighting maybe because like again he also is like with will where he's kind of always fighting for will and when he's not yeah or or with nancy like he's really attached to those two so when he's by himself he, he just he can't really do a lot right <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's not like steve like steve is always sick dude i love steve oh yeah i fucking <laughs> so, love steve too yeah, yeah. so like yeah like like steve is just giga chad compared to, he, mm-hmm. to him at this point so um hopefully they could like you know when we convene at the end of the season because that's usually what happens um hopefully we get more things with him but um yeah i got overall yeah, that, that storyline is okay um you know the hopper stuff also is like you know when we go to the russia is also like like a totally different vibe from what everything yeah. else like it's just like a oh, prison break or whatever mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool i really like the new uh russian guy that's been helping him like the inside dude like he's yeah. cool um you know Yuri is like a crazy guy. Like he's supposed to like help them out. He's just <laughs> an insane man. <laughs> so yeah,
0: he's actually um, just crazy and just does whatever he wants.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, obviously Joyce and um, uh, Murray, Murray are yeah. helping out. I mean, I love those two to begin with. I mean, really like Joyce, yeah. and she's still crazy because she still has to like <laughs> she always has to save someone. She has to go like find these like crazy things. Yeah, um, and yeah, I really enjoyed the plot. I really like Murray too. I, I, I think some people don't like him for season three, but I I enjoyed his character. Um, it's yeah. just like a fun time and then obviously like they meet in the end and they got Hopper out which is great dude I was like that was
0: that was another point where I almost cried straight yeah. up I, I almost cried like like uh, episode 4 I was straight up crying yeah. but but when Joyce and Hopper met I was like fuck dude <laughs> I'm not gonna do it again, I can't, I can't, I fucking can't, but... Dude, I yeah. was for
1: a second, you know, I was, like, I remember what happened to, like, fucking Bob when they were just staring at each other, and yeah, then he yeah, just got yeah, fucking eaten yeah. by a dog. I was like, yo, Hopper, you better move out of the fucking way, like I'm <laughs> demi dog to eat your face right now. So, um, no, it's really cool that they're finally cut together, and, like, Hopper could finally, like, go back, and, like, I guess, get 11, like, they have to, like, you know, I don't yeah. know how they're gonna reconvene, because they're in fucking Russia, and still in, like, a security max prison, but, um... Yeah that, it's really cool to see them all back together and stuff most because like yeah. Hopper was presumed dead at the end of season mm-hmm. 3 so
0: I mean like between the last two episodes it's like 3 hours or some shit so yeah, yeah <laughs> they so. got they got plenty of time hopefully to uh figure all that shit out but um yeah I mean like I really like Joyce and Murray just like the whole storyline with them because I feel like you know if they're going to have every single main character do something they those those three are obviously going to be a part of it yeah um, and Joyce you know beginning of the season she's doing her crazy shit she's yeah. fucking you know she's trying to break a doll and you know <laughs> it's just you know the fucking neighbors are watching it, they're like fucking go inside what the fuck is she doing I don't fucking <laughs> know um, but yeah you know I really do like how you know it might be lazy or whatever you want to call it but I do like how consistent you know Joyce is with every single season where she's doing some crazy weird shit
1: yeah i mean just her character right like she's yeah. just like she just does the crazy shit to get whoever whoever she misses back so you yeah know, she's very dedicated to that and i think we mm-hmm. really fit that into the, like i feel like the only season with Schoenhorn was um season two i think but it kind of just rehashed what she was doing in one uh th- yeah. I mean, that, that's why i think season two is probably still my least favorite like i still enjoy yeah, same. it but, mm-hmm. but i feel like it's too rehashy of one and i actually really like season three i know some people don't but i really like yeah. season three um, yeah. but yeah, I think I think they they're doing a good job with her character, without feeling it like too forced to make her do the same thing again. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it was good. Um, uh, and then I guess the two major plot lines are the eleven stuff and the um, you know back in Hawkins stuff um mm-hmm. so yeah and hawkins they you know they're investigating all the different murders that are, like happening and stuff you know uh yeah freaking uh uh yeah uh christy dies i forgot who was
0: the next person that dies um uh fucking nancy's reporter kid or whatever oh, the, right fuck.
1: Right, the nancy like nerd guy yeah yeah and yeah. then like the, the, then, i guess like, he
0: did some shit with like a car crash or whatever yeah, they're not
1: really like like clear which is kind of cool like, you kind of got piece it together yourself so like vecno like kind of like goes into insecurities and stuff so i'm guessing like mm-hmm. christy was like like weight loss or something because she was like yeah dude, vomiting in a bathroom and stuff and like i think that's what it was being and she was like traumatized it was that and then the other kid was because like maybe he got into a car crash and he like blames himself for it um and obviously with max yeah. we see that she you know the vecna is like trying to be like oh like it's your fault billy's dead and stuff so it seems and, like, he like he really goes you wanted
0: billy dead low-key though you know because yeah, <laughs> he was an
1: asshole Is i know so um yeah, I, I you know I think that's kind of like what's the thing going on with Vecna and stuff. So, and then investigating the different murders and stuff. You know, we see all the other characters come back. Um, you know, the kids and um, your know, Lucas was kind of like with the bad guys for a second, but you know he turned around because oh, the Jocks yeah, are getting weird.
0: Bro. When he evaded them, when he evaded them at um uh, uh, uh what's it called fucking hopper's yeah, old house yeah, or whatever I was like, like let's
1: yeah. go let's go <laughs> my boy lucas <laughs> yeah. So, yeah i the- mean like
0: okay okay so like with lucas's storyline like i get it you know he wanted to like be cool and yeah. like be like one of i guess like the popular kids and then he realized he was like ah shit this is not what i want to yeah, do these people <laughs> are extreme bro they're my He's like, "What are we doing, to Eddie?" <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like "Okay." I some
1: questions and get a baseball bat. <laughs> I'm like, "All
0: right." <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad Lucas quickly turned around quickly to be like, "All right, uh, I can't. I can't fucking be here." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just like all of like the Hawkins stuff. The way I love it when like they just mix certain characters together. Like fucking obviously, this season right now it's like Robin and uh, Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. because yeah, like those two are like polar opposites yeah. of of each other you know robin's like all over the fucking place and then nancy's like trying to be calm cool and collected yeah and she's like i'm trying to figure this shit out please stop fucking like <laughs> saying a bunch of different random shit you know um but they actually do work well together when they're trying to talk to victor creel right yeah you know victor creel. Yeah, yeah yeah so when they were talking to him i was like yo like holy shit, I mean, like, first of the lead up, the lead-up to that, when, yeah. like, Robin, like, did, like, that whole speech, I was like, they're gonna get in off of this, like, yeah. I just know it, I just know it, like, they're gonna get in off of this shit, and, like, it's not gonna make sense, but, like, I'm gonna love it either way, um, but, yeah, I really do, like, I guess, like, they're bonding and, like, they're, like, talking to each other and yeah. stuff like that, so, um, and, you know, with Steve and Nancy, I guess, like, they're, like, shipping them back together or some shit that they're trying to, to do, which is kind of funny. Like, when fucking Nancy was checking Steve out before, like, he he, he had dove in when, yeah. like, he was shirtless, I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking thirsty.
1: Hey, God look, damn it. I mean, like, honestly, my two favorite characters, like, Steve and Robin, I, I love them so much. Yeah. If anything mm-hmm. happens to them, I'd be very sad. So, um, <laughs> like, I, I love those two characters. So, um, you know, Steve has obviously been a fan favorite for a while. And um, yeah. I mean honestly I am I'm feeling like he's gonna die. <laughs>
0: like I don't oh know. Oh my why. god,
1: bro, when when he was in the fucking upside, upside down, down by himself,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, ah oh, nah, he's gonna he gonna bite it. But like somehow he made it out, so
1: yeah. I mean it looks like he got hurt pretty bad. I I knew he was yeah. gonna die when they ended the episode with him getting eaten by the bats. I'm like, well, Nancy just jumped in, so he's, he's not yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. die. But I, I thought for <laughs> sure when they're about to exit the upside down, you know, because he's like I thought uh because you know, we are going one by one back. You know, the first Robin went, then um Eddie mm-hmm. went. And I'm like, okay, Steve is gonna die here because then Nancy's gonna go up and then Steve is gonna be left behind and then he's gonna get eaten or whatever. But yeah, no, they yeah. did like a tricky like on me they put Nancy's like in the chance. I'm like, Okay, I didn't expect it that and <laughs> it kinda yeah. subvert my expectations. There. So
0: then they could explain that one backstory with the son. Which yeah, which uh going back to the whole like Victor Cruel like backstory when yeah, he yeah. was when he was like telling everything, I was like he didn't say anything about his son. I was like, yeah. That's kinda sus <laughs>
1: <laughs> honestly i don't know why i didn't like pick it up like like that moment i i was just like i thought his son just also died when well, i died but i thought he, he like passed out or whatever so i, I yeah. don't know why i wasn't thinking that hard i knew for sure that number one was uh what's his face was the dude in in eleven's like that team like stuff. assistant character yeah, yeah assistant. I, I knew that for sure but i did not pick up that he was gonna be his son, <laughs> so yeah. that was that was something I didn't expect.
0: <laughs> I mean, just like really quick, I just love the way that they just fucking connected everything. Yeah, that, that <laughs> shit was
1: really good. Like, that, I I love episode seven because I mean, I, I love those mega mind things like that. Like, Attack on Titan has a lot of things on that, which is why I love that mm-hmm. show so much. Like, uh, like any show that like connects so many dots like that and can make it seamless is so good. And um, I think the way they did Vecna's or number one's backstory was like sick. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I mean i just fucking love this season like i'm not exactly sure if it is the best season just yet i feel like most people are still gonna say season one because when season one came out it it was just like what the fuck is the show it's so fucking good kind of thing you know um but i feel like this season just like by itself the way that it's able to connect everything every single storyline i'm kind of like following and like very interested in granted you know like after 11 leaves, you know, the whole Jonathan, Mike, Will, you know, group is sort of you know, left in the dust but I'm sure like when everyone gets back together or whatever the hell happens, like it'll be worth it, um, but obviously they just have to keep those characters occupied in the uh, meantime, but um, yeah, I just I just really like the way that they just connected everything and like obviously like 11's training, I guess like, you know, fucking arc or whatever um, is like really good I just love the fact that like they're able to pull in things from, like, Eleven's, like, insecurities of being, like, not not belonging and, like, not feeling worth, worth enough. And then, like, all right, we fucking need you. Like, we, yeah. like, you are our only hope to beat Vecna. So, you know, the fact that she has, like, this chance to, like, get her powers back and, like, the way that they're doing it makes sense is sort of, like, retraining her mind and sort of going back into her tragic backstory, her tragic past to sort of remember that time despite that, you know, hurting her, it's going to help her get her powers back.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was really cool how they're bringing back, like, sort of, like, the numbered people. Because I don't know, it seems like... I don't know if they retcon some stuff because in episode 2 they don't want to talk
0: about they don't want to talk about number (laughs) 8
1: because number 8 had different powers and stuff but this one looks like they're all the same telekinesis type deal and like they could like look at stuff like maybe they have slightly different powers but they're all basically the same which makes more sense like I think like this version of like the thing makes more sense than whatever they were trying to do in season 2 um, yeah. So I'm, I'm I kind of hoping they kind of just ignore that. It looks like they are. It's like they're not. Even yeah, they right literally
0: now. are. Like it's just like a flashback of like that one scene again and again, and then, and then like they don't show anything from yeah. season two.
1: So it looks like they're totally ignoring that. So that episode, it's like honestly, it wasn't surprised to just delete that episode at this point because um, it just kind of makes some plot holes. But whatever. So yeah. So like because number one is like you know a major threat. So like yeah. and, and them or he was like the original kid that has telekinesis and they just like yeah. use his I guess foundation to get the other kids I don't know how that works I don't know if they like did some weird shit to like make like you know children of his or something they weren't really clear on that but you know that's why mm-hmm. I'm guessing the whole program is based on just off of him and stuff so um, and you know it's one of those villain speeches where I, I could kind of get like Behind, where it's like you know, they hurt him so much, and they hurt everyone else so much that I mean, obviously, he didn't have to kill the kids or anything. That was a little extreme, (laughs) but like him killing like everyone else kind of makes sense. You know, I I would do the same thing if I was that angry and stuff. And you know, his whole villain speech that was like twenty minutes was like really good. Like that, whoever that actor was, I forgot. I I forgot what who's doing him, but he he did really good. It was really good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I mean, you know. The whole build-up of him being Vecna, like, at the end, where, like, we see, like, the uh, number one yeah. on his uh, wrist, I was, like, I kind of saw that coming, but, like, I'm glad that they, like, confirmed it, confirmed it, because, like, yeah. I had, like, a strong feeling of it, but I was, like, okay, like, he is fucking Vecna. Yeah. So, like, you know, when he talked about, like, every single time he, like, killed someone, like, during, like, his backstory within the, uh, the, uh, Creel house, you know, yeah. every single time I kill someone, I get stronger, I'm, like, didn't Vecna say that shit, too? Yeah. I was, like, hmm, <laughs> so, um... But yeah, just like episode seven was like a great finale for like this first part because it's like it really ties everything together and really concludes like everyone's story at like a pretty interesting point. And like the fact that Nancy is the one to like see everything, like the whole backstory of, of, um, of, I guess, like, the uh, the acryls and everything like that. So, yeah. you know, this is her first encounter with Vecna, so she's probably going to make it out, but who the fuck knows. Um, I doubt that they're going to kill her. Like, the the moment we get into fucking episode eight, she just dies. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no. um, but that shit definitely, like, freaked me out. I was like, oh, shit, fucking Vecna got her. But, like, you know, you remember Barb, guys? Remember Barb from season one? Remember her? <laughs> she's fucking dead still. Oh, hey, shit. <laughs> Feel bad. Yeah. Um, also, when they, like, revealed that the... The upside down is stuck in time. Oh yeah! From like from the day that Eleven, 11 open, yeah. yeah, opened the portal, I was like, "That's that's kind of cool." Yeah, that, that's, that's a cool, cool thing.
1: So it looks like the upside down is just like made from that point, and it doesn't like age, obviously, because no one's there yeah. to put stuff in it. So like, mm-hmm. the upside down is basically just that. I mean, even when, um, but uh, Number One was going through like the the portal the first time to the upside down, it looks like it was like nothing, <laughs> like yeah. until that point. Maybe it got formed right when that happened. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things with the upside down that we just don't really know yet, uh, which is even more interesting to know what this, like, realm was. Was it created (laughs) because of Eleven? Did it exist before? I don't know. So, that's going to be pretty interesting. Like, how does the Mind Flare even fit into this anymore? Like, was that just created by One at this point? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be interesting.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, I guess lore that we don't know just yet, but yeah stranger things 4 has been really really good i fucking love this show and yeah, i cannot I, wait I to loved see it. i i thought yeah. this
1: is definitely I'm, I'm gonna wait for the next two episodes because then i could say
0: it yeah yeah. right now yeah. it, it's not <laughs> definitely
1: like my favorite season like i probably put this in like one like like they're my favorites so mm-hmm. they did a great I job i mean
0: yeah just like the way that they're just like tying everything together with like the characters even though that there is going to be another season after this um i really liked hopper's speech like you know, after after he got betrayed, which like by the way, I I I did not see that coming. I was like, God damn it, you know. And then when uh when Joyce knocked out and like Murray was like asleep, I was like, Murray's Murray's fake sleeping. Come yeah. on, guys. And I was like, No, he he actually drank the coffee. Come on. Um, but. Yeah, the uh whole like Hopper speech where like he was like I am the curse. I was like damn that sucks. Yeah. I th- that that sucks that like he like views his life like that. I was like that's I mean it makes sense for I think
1: he like went through, you know. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he, he he went through so much bullshit and like he's still like he's just in a he did so much good and he's still in, like a Russian like fucking prison camp so <laughs> like that sucks. So yeah, hopefully yeah. Hopper could get like could kick some ass when he gets back cuz you know. I mean his foot should have fallen off by now, but you know, there's <laughs> you know, so much frostbite. I'm like, he
0: should be dead. Yeah, no. When when he did that to his foot, and then like, I was just like, what is going on? Holy yeah. oh, moly! Honestly, the violence in this season. Maybe I'm just like not remembering it correctly, but I feel like the previous season, like the violence was like toned down a little bit. But like this season, every single time someone dies, it's like fucking crazy. Yeah. Like,
1: like um. Oh, and season three, was more like I guess like body horror. Like there was a lot of, like goopy goop. But, like, yeah. this season, a lot more people are, like, dying violently. Like, you know, obviously all the murders that uh, Vecna does, uh, when people were getting, like, their face eaten off by the demi I'm like, oh, my yeah, lord. So, yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. I, did, I did not expect that type of level of violence. But then again, maybe I'm just, like, forgetting what Stranger Things is again. So, um, but, yeah, I mean... I don't really have a problem with this season if I can really think of any. Like, obviously, like, when you, like, really psychoanalyze stuff and, you know, obviously, like I said, you know, the whole California stuff is, like, not as good as, like, this other storyline. But then again, like, I'm still interested to see what Mike and Will are doing, so.
1: Yeah, um, no, I basically agree with you. Like, that that's basically my own complaint. Like, maybe... They you know, strangers I always have an issue with like introducing a shit ton of new characters and stuff. Um, and maybe that might not be a cup of tea or maybe not like a certain storyline as much as others. But I personally really liked all of it. Like I'm trying to think of any complaints yeah. I could really come up with, and I can't I can't really come up with any. So I, I think this is a fantastic season. If you felt kinda let down by season three, even though I didn't, we both didn't. I, I like season three. But yeah. if you felt like Stranger Things is falling off or whatever, then definitely watch this season. I, I, I you know, I think it's worth your time and it's it's really good. <laughs>
0: yeah i definitely um uh yeah i just i just like the way that they're doing every single character justice so yeah cannot wait for the last two episodes uh that we're gonna have to wait
1: a while for unfortunately so yeah
0: (laughs) god damn it (laughs) but yeah uh is there anything else you'd like to add good saw um
1: nope that's everything
0: all right so thank you guys for listening to the Travis and podcast episode 88 we will see you guys two weeks from now with another episode see ya